to think it's time. What do you need? Do you get yourself out of situated? <clears throat> He's got to get ready. He's been this whole life has been building to this moment. For a moment like this, Andy can wait a lifetime for Highlander movies. So it only took a hundred episodes. That's not so bad. It's only been four years of podcasting. You were you were patient. You were patient. <laughs> four years. <laughs> what did I bring it up like? Five movies in? Yeah, that's Probably. true. I think you did. <laughs> that's a long time. It's so long. Wait. It's a long time. It's like too long. <laughs> like, we should have stopped a while ago. That's true. That's true. <laughs> 50 was a bit of a good stopping point. But we didn't know. I heard that we started at the 900,000 people have podcasts. Yeah. I believe it. It's a very saturated market. And the people that are famous that have podcasts, they're just sucking up more of any chance than anyone yeah, who doesn't true. have. Like, You're like, why would you listen to anything other than the, the big one? That yeah. Everyone like Wanda Sykes started like, saying she wanted a podcast. I'm like, no. You're too famous. Let other people have podcasts. <laughs> Wanda Sykes is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, she's really funny. I'd probably yeah, listen to like her. one of the funniest people yeah, ever. Yeah, oh, man. You turn around and it's just like hilarity. <laughs> she, she was on NPR talking about... This is a tangent. But she was on NPR talking about how she married a white woman and has... Uh, and, she, and her her wife has kids who are white, and so she's like the minority in the family. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. She's hilarious. The road is here. <gasps> we, We're at the dead end street. We traveled all the way. <laughs> oh, Highlander. Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> We're the champions of the universe. So uh, who's... Hold he, on. What? <laughs> who's Andy, I was going to ask, who likes this movie? Oh, Andy Mollenhauer. Yeah, oh, do you do. like this one? I do. I like oh, this movie. You've seen it You guys before? don't like this movie? We, are you? Did we intro or that blackout? <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> okay. No. Hubert just jumped right into it. So, yeah, understand. he was like, so... Guys, I'm so hyped for this episode. It's got to be special. Get rid of that intro. Okay. No time. I guess no intro it's like in this those TV. It's like what? those TV episodes where they yeah, cut the they cut the, the theme. Okay, they don't have time. We have two reasons to do an intro because, number one, this is our 100th episode. Oh, yeah. Is that true? Mm-hmm. How? We're too old. Is that true? <laughs> too old for this shit. And number two, we're talking about the movie The Legend Highlander. Okay. Well, I'll, let, me, let me line up. Okay, get right. Get, 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 loose. get limber. Sit in your seat. My name is Bradley Jones. My name is Andrew Moldenhauer. My name is Andy Hubert. Welcome to the What Remember Podcast. The podcast where we try to remember what happened in a movie that we haven't seen in a very very long time. And this is what we remember about Highlander. Were there two or three bad guys in Home Alone? And who was that forgetful fish in Finding Nemo? Join us as we're watching films. See what we remember and what memories we killed. Let's start the show. Here we go. Are you guys? Are you sure you guys want to do this movie? I do Highlander two easier. Hey, wait! <laughs> I'm a Highlander wait, two don't fan. Do that. No, I'm a slow. Highlander two apologist, guys. How? <laughs> it's so bad. We got Michael Ironsides in there. Oh, no. We got flying skateboards. Ooh. Oh, damn it. We got Sean Connery. We got aliens. Is Sean Connery not in this one? Sean Connery we is got, in this first. Got, okay, one okay. As well. I was about to don't have a heart worry. attack. I was don't like, worry, Andy. We got Virginia Madsen oh. in the second one. Yeah. Okay. The quickening. 
The, yeah, I don't the, think there's I've, a lot of quickenings in that one. Have I seen the second one? I don't know. It's Nobody okay. You has. don't need to. I no, have. No, no. I, I have. I think you should see the second one. It's. It's. I so, need to watch it again. It's one of the most like flawed <laughs> productions ever. They Ooh. shot it in Brazil. Oh, there was boy. like complications all over the set. I'm pretty sure people died trying to make the film. Oh my gosh. Money was running out. Yikes. Sean Connery got paid like six million dollars to be on set for like three days. That's a good deal. Because they just had to have him in the movie. It's out. The, I think there is a documentary like on the making of Highlander Two. Michael Ironsides uh, is in it. Yeah, he okay. plays he plays the Kurgan yeah, character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But enough of that. Thing. Let's talk about the first time. Talk about movie. the original. So when was the last time you guys saw the Highlander? Yeah, like 10, 15 years. <sighs> probably ago? Probably ten years ago. Yeah. Probably. Oh my and I, god! I probably really? saw it on TV. It was probably. I'm sure oh, it was on TV. Okay. Was that your first, yeah. first time seeing it on TV? No, I think I'd seen it before on TV again. I never. I don't think you I never watched it all the way through without or, yeah, commercials. I, I think the only time I would have seen this is on TV. Yeah. This movie was kind of in that boom of like fantasy adventure films of Conan yeah. and like Beastmaster. Sure. And like Highlander came out, and I was like, eh, that's probably just another one of those. This films. one did much better, though, than mm. those movies. Yeah. Well, it was better made, too, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. This was written by a college student. The college student wrote the script for his films class. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, I remember reading the Wikipedia for this a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. He, um, yeah, he, he was at a museum and he was looking at like an old Scottish, like, like kilt outfit on this uh on this dummy and he was like oh what if like this person still lived today and then wrote the highlander based on that and then <laughs> sold the script oh wow but the 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 script that was rewritten was not the same as what he wrote but he, he made a lot a of franchise. money and yeah. he started a franchise there yeah. you go what how many film feature films three or four <laughs> there's like six <laughs> there's a couple of feature oh, wow. films yeah there's it's like feature films DVDs, yeah. Films, yeah yeah there's a lot of straight to dvds yeah, yeah this was also a tv series yes that that ran for about it was very Five, popular. six, seven years? Yeah. Holy cow. It ran for a while. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I think it was like a was sci-fi a show. show. Yeah. Sean Connery... No, not Sean Connery. Uh, Christopher Lambert shows up in like one episode in that TV yeah, series. Yeah, yeah. Like one of, the final, one of the final Highlander movies, they fight each other. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. It's so cool. Yeah, yeah. But this one is the best one. This movie starts in a wrestling match. It Arena. does. Oh, wow. It does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Chris, it has a really good uh like helicopter pan, like crane pan over the arena. Yeah, you see like the entire arena watching this wrestling match from like super wide and it slowly pans down all the way to Christopher Lambert. He's in the audience. Seat. And it's such a great show. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's an amazing. I only know one shot. of the the wrestler teams in there. The fabulous Freebirds are definitely like the main focus of that wrestling match. Michael P. S. Hayes wasn't there like the animal or something like that guy? in there. Or? I don't think they were fighting Legion of Doom or anything like that. But. Okay. Yeah, but everybody's into wrestling. Oh my god, eighties. Oh, and that was and, the time. Man. <laughs> and there's such such crazy lighting on Christopher Lambert's face. Only mm. his eyes are lit up. Yeah. <laughs> there's some dramatic lighting choices in this film. Yes. Yeah. And he's looking for somebody. Right? He just—he's waiting. Yeah, because he's—he's um, gonna—he—he he feels another Highlander is. You feel the presence of another. So Highlanders Highlander are like—are they like a race or like something? Highlanders like that? are Ooh. people who live who are who are immortal, immortal right? Yeah, they—they yeah. they don't explain why. So yeah, well they do immortal. in the sequels, and I'm not gonna get into. Don't it. do it. <laughs> I'm not gonna get into. Don't it. Don't do it because it ruins. They just there was a time and a place where there were people who were immortal who were born mm-hmm. and okay. there's also a inside all of these 
immortals is this drive to fight other immortals. So they're kind of like drawn to each other. They okay. have like this internal GPS. So they're always like trying to seek each other out because the end goal is like the last person to die or the last person who who's left. Yeah, I mean. last man standing. Um, basically... The, inherits the, the all quickening the, happenings yeah. happens and the quickening is where you basically like gain all knowledge okay and you become like godlike basically you've seen the movie the one correct i have yes it's yes. like the okay. one <laughs> i got you there can be only one in highlander except for the movie the one all right i'll watch i'll watch the one after watch this. the one because it doesn't use a remake <laughs> of highlander version. you watch yeah. the one we'll watch highlander <laughs> yeah okay but it so it does start with that match yeah do you know what happens after he goes into like the parking the parking structure. Structure. i parking do know structure. the parking garage yeah. piece go yeah. for it guys but he's like ducking between the cars and you kind of get glimpses of someone else in there yeah, he al- he already hid his like uh, giant like katana or sword or whatever. Yeah, so he goes to grab it, and this this like sixty year old man in a black suit is like standing there, like ready to fight him with his leather gloves on. Because guns and like bombs and whatever doesn't work on a Highlander. There's only one way to kill a Highlander: chop off that head. Yeah, decapitation. Exactly. Yes, that's how it's over. And so they have this awesome fight in this parking garage. I yes. feel like now, okay, the the like the one thing I'm remembering, I feel like, is that they at one point they like cut like a sprinkler line or something in the thing. Yeah, 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 because it's like yeah, it's raining water. Yeah. Well, I think when he cuts the head off, he gets the quickening to happen, and a small part of it like blows up the lights and everything oh, yeah. just explodes in the parking structure. Yeah, as they're as it's all happening, like all the cars are kind of like moving. Like, everyone and, comes out and all their cars are broken and shit. They're yeah, like, what the, the hell? Like the lights are all flashing and everything. The cars moving. Because we'd have security camera footage of that. Yeah, oh, and then man. be like, "What the hell? <laughs> going Some security on guards there. like, I'm not gonna go check that he just out. Turns off the leave. TV yeah. and just looks the other way. <laughs> <laughs> the screen was glitching, boss. I don't know. <laughs> don't need to know about that. <laughs> But but yeah, they they have this awesome fight on like car tops and, yeah. and he loses a sword underneath the car and gets it back and sprinklers are going off and eventually yeah he he slices the old man's head off and all of his power is Goes absorbed the yeah. There's a lot of flashbacks in the Highlander film. Yeah, I think there's a flashback like immediately because after this. Sean Connery is dead in present time. Isn't yes, it? yes, he's dead in the present time. Yeah, but they flashback. We don't really meet Sean Connery for a, w- a yeah, little while. They flashback to like yeah. medieval England. Connor, yes. Connor McLeod is it? Connor, Connor McLeod. In this one? Yep. Yeah, they flashback to like a little tribe in Scotland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's like kind of like brave hardish, yes. like trying to raise a family and fight other people and just doing the Scottish stuff. Yeah, because they're they're getting ready to go to battle against another like I guess against like England or something like that. Mm-hmm. There's like some like territorial dispute mm-hmm. which was like happening at that time all over like trying to unify England and Scotland and Ireland. Chris Lambert, is that a Scottish accent? That's an English accent. So in the movie... What's going on with Chris in, Lambert's in the, accent? In, in the movie, he purposely chose an accent that had like a lot of blends oh, of things. I so see. his voice does sound weird, but that's on purpose. Yeah, because he's, like, he is from lived. all over. He's li- Yeah, he's in the movie, so you lives. see him living in France. You see him in like... In I think like Japan or something. He's like that. He's got a very unique look and voice, Christopher mm. Lambert. I don't think he's American either. I think he's like a, mm-hmm. his mom was French or something like that. His dad was American. Yeah, I feel like he could have had like the Kevin Costner route of like being famous, but he just never quite got there. Mm. Yeah, he never really found the right roles. I love him in Ra- as Raiden in the Mortal Kombat. Of course, films. yeah, of course. <laughs> but he just kind of like people just didn't want to cast him and stuff. I feel like he's a great actor. Yeah. I mean, this is his movie, though. It is. Yeah, it's his. It's his baby boy. 
Yeah. So they do cut back to to early Scotland, and yeah. there's a there's a, a battle that they're preparing for. And he's got a lady friend. Um. Right? Yeah, he's I got think a, so. Maybe even has a whole family. For all I know, I don't really. I'm not there, sure. There's like this like kind of because kind of ugly ish woman that he's dating at the time. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Wow. It, okay. All right. Yeah, that was unfair. That was unfair. <laughs> she's 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 like kind of nasty. Like uh, so, what happens is in this. This battle, they they end up meeting face to face with the Kurgan for the first time. I was just saying, oh, yes. and he's got like some crazy armor or something on. Yeah. Do, do you remember his name? We've talked. We said it like seventeen oh, times. Yeah. Clancy Brown. Yeah, Clancy baby. Brown. <laughs> he's a Kurgan. He's a Kurgan. What are you gonna do? <laughs> and there's an awesome shot where he. There's a lot of uh, awesome shots. paintings. Yeah, matte paintings. But there's an awesome shot where he's like on his horse, and the horse like is a black horse. It like jumps up and. Like has a sword oh, out yeah, and like lightning scary. strikes the sword. It's like a fantasy painting. Nice. But anyway, nobody wants to fight the Kurgan. Nobody can beat him. Yeah. They're they're having this battle and the and everybody's like avoiding the Kurgan as he's like goes to fight them. He's like, why will nobody fight with me? Or oh, and Connor McLeod was doing that too. No one wanted to fight with him until they meet face to face, and it's like over before you know it. The Kurgan stabs him right in the stomach. And he, Doesn't matter and though. He, and he falls over. And he's dead. Oh, wow, wow. But he's not, because he's a Highlander. So they didn't know that, and he didn't know that, too. Oh. So they have a funeral for him. They bury him. And then he zombies? He and then he zombies. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, he shows back up, and and everybody in his village is like, you're a freaking witch! <laughs> witch! <laughs> Get him out! And so they, they, they like... They throw tomatoes at him and dung. Yeah, they, they and... like, put his... Oh, they, they have put like a giant log. They put him yeah. in the stocks. Yeah, yeah, and they're like throwing rocks at his face and Jeez. stuff, and they're kicking him out That's of their village. Rude. Yeah, so so pretty early on, everybody in the village rejects him. They chase the snakes and the Highlanders out of yeah, as uh, Ireland, but you know, well, it's close. <laughs> it's close. <laughs> it's close. <laughs> They're right next to each other. Yeah, you know, close enough. <laughs> so he takes off. He's like, he does. Yeah, he yeah. can't be there anymore. Does and he, and he I think that's England? as much as like the flashback shows at that time. Oh, yeah. He's just like kicked out of his own. Following place. the flashback, though, he, when does he meet up with Sean Connery? When he goes to England. So he gets in. He he meets someone, meets a girl. They get into a relationship, uh-huh. and then um, yeah, it's like maybe about a third of the way in. Do they fight each other at first and then like find out that they're friends? No, no. Uh, so Sean Connery's playing a Spaniard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Spanish. He's, uh, he's but, doing like a theater production, right? But no, this is like the first time that he's uh, he tells him that he's uh, a Highlander and they're mm-hmm. that they're both Highlanders, and so they he's like, "I'm going to train you." I don't really know why he wants to train him though. Yeah, because they have to fight each other at the end anyway. But you know, better to be fight your friend than to fight someone else. Maybe. At the end, yeah. I think maybe he just knows he can't beat the Kurgan, but this guy might be able to beat the Kurgan. No, so he's like, I'll train he just you. wants to, you know. There might have be been buddies. something like that. Mm. I, I, I that's don't a good know question, exactly. though. Yeah, why would you train him if you got to kill him? Yeah. Present day, what's but, going on? What's going on with Highlander? He's living in like a sweet, like attic loft thing. The police show up at the parking garage like pretty early on, and because uh, there's someone rolling by, and so they as. Christopher Lambert's trying to run away from killing that guy. He's like leaving the parking garage right as the police show up. So they they think he's has he's like suspicious. So mm-hmm. they they take him to the police station. That's good police work. Yeah. <laughs> there is like a guy who's definitely playing like a dumb cop throughout the entire movie. Um so yeah, they they do an interrogation, but like they have nothing on him. And he took his own sword and he hit it in the parking structure. <gasps> 
Um, so they don't have any evidence that he was there. Or he had anything yeah. to do with this. But he goes back later to get that sword. He does. Mm-hmm. And there's also a news reporter, I believe. A lady. She's like a, a historian, I believe. I think mm. she works at a museum. So she's an expert in the, basically like the, the, the police. The legends of Highlanders or something. The, the police find a pillar that has like a chunk just like taken out of mm. it. Okay. And so they, they, they're able to pull out like these shards of metal. Hmm. And they go to this lady, and they're like, "What is this?" And she's like, a "It's wet. from the Highlands." Yeah, she's like, "This is like a, a Scottish claymore." A Scottish, yeah, exactly. She like is able to like say like, "This is from like 1650 or something like that, or 14 something." <laughs> Real Someone's using a 1400 knife in the parking garage in New York City. Yeah, me, lady. Yeah, so like, they're I'm trying to find like chief guy. <laughs> exactly. They're trying Give to me find out pleasure. like, God, I don't work for you. <laughs> <laughs> Who owns this sword, and, and like, how is it that old? Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. So does she try to trace down? Like, is there actually like purchase history for the sword or something? And she finds it. Or I don't she... think so. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't really I'm remember yeah. how. Maybe she comes back to the parking structure. I'm not sure how she like meets back up with the Highlander. But, yeah. but they start well, a thing. So she does go back to the parking structure at the same time that he goes back to get his weapon. Right. And I don't know if like she sees him. I would think that's how it would happen. That makes sense. Yeah, that sounds and, and A little meat cute up in the parking structure. And so she starts to follow him, and he knows he's being followed. Yeah. And I think he like stops at a bar, and she stops at the bar, and they start up a conversation, and they're like, he's like purposely flirting with her, and then and then uh, he he turns it on her, and he knows like, He's like, so why are you following me? Oh, yeah. And, like, turns the tables on her. Mm-hmm. So. And she's like, because you're hot. You're a Highlander. Because you're a Highlander. <laughs> so what's Highlander's, like, motivation in the film? is not He doesn't really want to, like, kill the Kurgan. I mean, he has to at the end. But he's just trying to, like, live life. He's yep. been through, like, hundreds of years of relationships. And yes, yes. Like living. Yeah, so there's and... like there's like the Highlanders that are real committed to ascending to this, the ultimate Highlander status. And then there's like his the kind of Highlander where he's like, look, man, I just like being immortal. It's pretty rad. I think that's what Sean Connery's character was like. Yeah. He didn't really want to fight. That's why he didn't makes fight um, yeah. Connor mm-hmm. and trained him instead. Yeah. Whereas the Kurgan, like he's... He's, he wants that. He all wants. About it. That's See, what he wants. he's after the prize. I tell you, it's just like the one because you got the one Jetly who's just like <laughs> I don't even care. And you got the other one that's like I need all the powers from the dimensions. It's the, yep. yeah, it's yep. a remake of Highlander. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> watch that movie. <laughs> Jason Statham's in it. So more Highlander stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to see if you guys know anything. Nah, it's all out of uh, order. I, I, know, I know like Sean Connery and the Kurgan have to fight up some stairs and a castle. Oh, in a ruined yes. castle. Yeah, it's just like yep, empty castle. Yep, the big yep. That's the one I remember. That's like the last Okay, one. I can the, get you guys there's there. There's pictures of just like um, Christopher Lambert on like a horse just looking all stoic. <laughs> Like old timey. So, yeah. That sounds, uh-huh. sounds good. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh-huh. Is there like a, a period? You guys definitely haven't seen this. Is there in a moment a while? where like you actually get to see well, much happens in him in different periods of time <laughs> living his life? Like do they yeah. have pictures yes. of him? Yeah, okay. Yeah. You see him in World War One. I. I think he's on the the French side okay. at the time. Sacre bleu. And uh during so during that flashback they show that he runs into a house and there's a like a six year old girl there. And it's a Highlander. And she's really scared. And so he ends oh. up like taking her and helping her and and taking care of her and later on when you um it might have been world war ii actually but like later on in present day uh 
that same girl ends up being his secretary. Ah, okay. Yeah, so she knows that he's a Highlander at mm-hmm. this point, and like she's really the only person that really knows. She's like a vampire's assistant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like much older than him, and he's mm-hmm. still the same age. They always use that as, as a conceit in the television show to like sh- always like go back and show you like this is what this guy used to be doing. Yeah, like, this is how it relates to the story now. It's yeah. a very neat storytelling device. Yeah. yeah, this one flash flashes like back and forth a lot. So in in the flashbacks, you you get to see him like living. It, it just like automatically cut, cuts yeah. to like he's him just, like, living on his wood, own, chopping wood. Out. Yeah. Yep. He's got. He's his already in a relationship. Yeah. Yep. He dunks his head in a barrel. <laughs> Eats a big apple and puts his foot up on a stool. Yep. Yep. And he's got this like super super gorgeous Madonna looking chick. Now we have a good looking wife, huh? This one's good enough for you. Well, the other girl, Jeez. I don't think she was his wife, but like. I don't know. They made her look not so great. Because <laughs> she's really nasty to him. She's the first one that calls him out as a witch. Oh, no. And she's the one wow. that, like, drives... I trusted you. Betrayed. I trusted she, you, Vanessa. She convinces no. all the other guys who were buddies with him that he's... To shun him. Yeah, that he needs to leave. So she's, she's a bad there. person. As you're an immortal, how are you getting, like, ID... And where are you like storing this is money? Do they have IDs? So th- okay, you, so this is genuinely you, something I've thought about. Do you have a social security a number? Like, I actually just saw a movie trackie. that finally dealt with this issue. There's Ooh. some, there's some like, <laughs> there's like a rom, not a rom com, but like a like a, a rom romantic movie. I was gonna say, yeah, <laughs> where it's like about this woman who like gets in a car accident at this exact moment, lightning hits the like the road or something, and becomes she becomes like immortal. And like basically, the premise of the movie is like how like it's been such a pain in the butt for her to try and continue to exist without being discovered because she has to keep getting new fake identities and like that's really hard to do. Yeah, and it's it's it was a really interesting movie because it finally dealt with like I was like that'd be really challenging because you can't just be yourself. Like yeah. eventually they're gonna be like you are not eighties. I guess I have to go live that's on an, an island plot. or something somewhere, yeah. somewhere secluded where that wouldn't matter. Right, well, like, in the conflict of the movie is that, like, she meets this guy, and they start, like, sort of dating, and she's been kind of avoiding dating, because it means she, she there's increased risk of being found out, and she goes to meet his parents, and, like, her dad is someone that she boned down with back in, like, the 40s or something, oh, no. and he's just, like, and that guy's wife is, like, uh, I'm your wife now, so please stop uh, drooling over the, your son's uh, girlfriend. What here, movie please? is this and called? I'll What's the name of this movie? Harrison Ford's in it. He plays the dad that that boned down. Uh, is he what? old? Is he an old yeah, man? He's, he's an older. He's an older dude oh, in the movie. This is, a, this is a recent movie. Semi recent. It's like probably early 2000s, maybe late. Not late 90s, but really, probably early 2000s. Can't even Air Force One. Blast from the past. <laughs> Frantic? I'll pull it up. Keep talking about Highlander though. Six, 40 days and forty nights. Oh, that's that's a different movie. <laughs> There's a couple bonin scenes. Yeah, Ooh, with yeah. him in the reporter or him in the past. Both. Both. Yeah. Both. Nice. Yep. 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 So, is yeah. he ster- is a Highlander sterile or is he having kids? Does he have kids all over the world? I don't think he does oh have gosh. any kids. It's, it's a much more recent film. I thought it's I 2015. Say. It's called The Age of Adeline. Oh, I have seen I have seen uh, things. It's a good Roku movie. I like the movie. movie. I like to see it's it. It's worth a watch. I have yeah. no idea what I liked it. Right. I like the premise a lot. Adeline Marie Bowman was born on January 1st, 1908. Many years later, she would begin a family of her own. On a cold winter night in 1935, Adeline's life would change forever. In that moment, something incredible happened. Its effect was almost magical. 
henceforth be immune to the ravages of time. She will never age another day. That's one of those things I've thought about forever. Yeah, like, what it are, seems how, like it'd yeah. be so hard to do. How are vampires getting around? Yeah. I mean, they've got like a society. They're always like, like, they're always like, yes, we've lived for millions of years, so now we're very wealthy. And I'm like, how has no one figured this out, though? Like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is going on? Maybe they just pretend to die. You know, like yeah. how uh, the Apple guy like, Maybe. pretended to die and just like went off into space yeah. or something. Because in this movie, she talks well, about like she specifically like avoids society. photos. Like she doesn't want to be in pictures because that means like someone might notice that. Like she doesn't have long-term relationships. Like the one sure. relationship she has is with her daughter, who she had before she was immortal. So like her daughter is like an old lady now, and it's like the she's like taking care of her daughter as like she's getting into this age where she needs someone to like help her, like you know, with stuff. It's it's really good, really good movie. Anyway, yeah, Highlander. and, and, and that kind of happens in Highlander too, yeah, uh, or as well. No, no don't get don't me say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Boy, you got, yeah, you, sh- got you got him really excited. The director for a made the shadow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my God, Brad. <laughs> so, I mean, like this girl that he sees uh, in like fifteen hundred, you know, Scotland. Like he's in love with her, mm-hmm. and they they're they're together. And she grows into an old lady. She grows into an old lady. He's like, why are you still so young? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he, he stays with her up in that old age until she dies. And um, so I think he, like, realizes that he can't really have, like, a lot of people in his life because he's, he's he constantly has people coming after him. Yeah. So Oh, that too. Yeah. yeah. There's both they're, those they're reasons. Gonna be, yeah, they're going to be in... Their lives are going to be in danger. He's constantly being hunted. Yeah, exactly. So... Um, so he doesn't really like date as much. And this news reporter, there's a lot of scenes where she's, she's very weary of him because she comes to his apartment and I think he goes to her apartment as well. And like, she sees like, he has all of these like ancient, ancient things things. like he has shields and crests and swords. And it's like, he likes antiques. Yeah. He has. has, Yeah. And that's what he, that's basically what he does for a living is Mm -hmm. like, he has like a dealership. Yeah. He's a dealer. And so that's his cover, but he also has like matches. Like he has these swords, and she found these fragments like at this parking he garage. He sees it's missing, like yeah. some pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, so she, she to puts put it together. together. Yeah. So she's like trying to date him, but at the same time, like find out more information about this. And he comes over to her, her apartment, and she has like a, a tape recorder that's going, and he he knows basically like she's recording him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. So so he's he's just like trying to play it like cool the entire time. And uh, at the same time, the Kurgan kind of starts to show up yeah. in what I think is like New York City is where this takes place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He probably just kills for fun at this point. Just kills people or whatever. Yeah. He, he, he's no a crazy dude. He, he yeah. looks crazy in like the current time because he has like his throat was slashed and he has like stitches <laughs> yeah. Didn't all quite. the way across. Yeah, that was the like either Sean Connery or somebody like almost cut his head off but couldn't quite do it. Or something yeah, we were like about that. to talk about that scene. Let's let's just do yeah, it. Let's so do it. there's one time where Connor like leaves out and it's just Connor's wife and Sean Connery there. And so the Kurgan shows up and there's this like what kind of wide angle lens shots which look a little weird at times. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, they have this big sword fight, uh, on this, in this giant tower and there's just these like spiral stairs that Sean Connery keeps going up and there's a storm that's happening outside. And as they're fighting, he's like throwing them into the walls and then soon like the walls just like break. Yeah. Yeah, They just like bust down and they're like falling apart and they're just like standing, um, on this like spiral staircase of, and and there's like no building really around them anymore. Mm. And uh, I believe Sean Connery does cut 
his neck, cut his throat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not deep enough to really like do too much damage, but he cuts his throat, so he bleeds everywhere. But then the man takes Sean Connery, and I believe he throws him off the uh, the top of the stairs all the way down to the ground, and that's how he dies. Doesn't cut his head off. That's interesting. I think he comes back. You're right. He comes back down and he cuts his head off. Oh, okay. okay. Or maybe he cuts job. his head off right there at the top of the stairs. And, the and his body falls. falls. He shows back up in the that sequel. That probably makes so more I don't know sense. What the hell's going on? Interesting, though. He shows but, back up in the sequel. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. I know. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> and I think maybe, what, maybe what maybe happens is like the Kurgan mm-hmm. ends up raping his Kurgan. Kurgan. Gosh dang it. Yep, that's what he does. I thought he was a cool guy, but now. Yeah. What a jerk. They don't show it or anything. Yeah. And they're mostly in present day for the rest of the film. Yeah, I mean, there's like, there's the whole like training montage. They're like, (laughs) there's some goofy shots where they're fighting underwater. They're like underwater, like sword sword fighting. fighting? And there's like, there's like (laughs) algae and stuff around them. Oh man. It looks really dumb. Interesting. It looks kind of stupid. Um, but yeah, they're, they're training a lot and they're running and sword fighting. Yeah. And, and Chris Lambert has a long hair in the past. He does. But in the present, he's got short, a short hair, short hair. And he's got nice an eighties cut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Looking fine. <laughs> he always looks like I, I can just picture every scene. It just feels like only his eyes are in light. <laughs> he's always like hard whispering too. Like they can like barely get his audio. So it's like crank up. Yeah. The recording. <laughs> he on that. he is <laughs> whispering most of the movie. I am the Highlander. I'm the Highlander. I'm Batman. Connor McLeod of the Clan McLeod. <laughs> that, that, that's going to be him. He has a fun You're laugh. You're like, turn it up. He has a fun oh, laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like that. It's like, ha, <laughs> <laughs> That's so, oh, man. I'm so excited for this movie, you guys. It's so mm-hmm. fake. Mm-hmm. He's got a sweet duster jacket, though. A lot of he the does. Ooh, I like dusters. Yeah, it's like Say Anything. <laughs> say anything. Might, have his, might have been his favorite film. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> And uh, so the Kurgan himself. Yeah. He's like a Terminator coming for sure. He, he looks like a punk. Chris like Lambert. he's got like yeah. shaved sides and like a ponytail, but like none of his hair is like the same length. It's all super messy. Mm-hmm. And he's got like black eyeliner and tattoos all over his body. His sword being pretty sweet too. He's got he's got the huge sword. claymore because so, Connor McLeod has like a katana. Yeah, there's an amazing sword. there's an amazing scene where he walks into a, what looks like a disgusting hotel. And he's just like, room for one, please. And this guy's like trying to sell him up. And there's like hookers right there. And they're like, hey, my name's Candy. Do you want a night with me? And he's like, he's not like responding or anything. And then he goes to his uh, his room and he opens this giant case. And he basically like pieces assembles together, assembles oh, his man. giant claymore. And there's a, a, a shot where like the the girl like knocks on the door. It's like, it's me, Candy. And then it's a close-up on just like the side of his face. And he's like, yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, what a dirty, Kurgan. dirty man. Damn. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so he's just vicious. Yeah. yeah. He's just crazy. Yeah, I mean, what, he, what does he care? No one can hurt him. Yeah, he's he's uh, and he can't get diseases. So any STD those hookers have, no coronavirus doesn't he's, matter. He's good to go. No, he he chopped her up. Mm, That's what he was doing. That's oh gross. damn! Yeah. Come on, yikes! <laughs> so what else do you guys know? Uh, the uh, the end scene is in like a big warehouse kind of area. Sure. And uh, there's a, the fight's pretty long. The end fight scene is like yeah, it goes up to the roof. Fifteen minutes or something. Mm-hmm. It's a long time. Mm. I'm just like. Clashing swords together, and uh, Clancy Brown like trading barbs about how he like killed 
like Sean Connery and stuff. And yep. Trying to get in his head, yeah. psych him out. Yeah, because there's a couple scenes where they like run into each other. Uh, Clancy Brown, I believe, um, meets him in, like, in like a in an alley, yeah. and they start sword fighting. And then there's some crazy lunatic guy who sh- who sees them fighting. And he like has an Uzi and he just like shows up and sees them fighting and he just starts like shooting everywhere. And uh, it, it like turns into chaos. Like people are running away and they're <laughs> trying to drive away. And like, Jeez. yeah, this, uh, I think he, he shoots Clancy Brown a couple times and it does not phase him whatsoever. And he goes up and he just. Do they fight on a bridge in this movie? Did that make that up? That would be a different Highlander film. I think you did. Okay. Yeah. Did. Is there is there a moment where we see like we talk about how like the the Kurgan killed him on the battlefield way back, yep. but didn't know he was a Highlander, so he didn't know he had to cup, chop off his head. Is there a piece where he like pieces that together and suddenly he's like, Nah, I remember you. I think you're the uh, guy I stabbed. Yeah. No, I think Clancy. I think the Kurgan always knew he was a Highlander because he mm. had that sense, but uh, Connor McCloud never knew he was a Highlander. Does he have like a name that he keeps calling Christopher Lambert, like? Scottish man or something. Oh like yeah, that. so he, it's like oh. it's like this version. It's like Kakarot or, or uh, right. Like well, he's like well, Sean Jor-El. Connery's the Spaniard. And yeah, I thought maybe like oh okay, maybe he is just the Highlander. I think he just calls him a cloud. Maybe he calls him Highlander. He's from the Highlands, I think right? McLeod. That's yeah. yeah McLeod. That sounds right. Yeah. I'm coming for you, Highlander. Yeah, yeah. Because a Highlander <laughs> is he is Highland. Like there isn't like right, a specific right. name for what the what these race of people immortals. Are. Okay, are the immortals, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. You're right. You're he's right. He's just called the Highlander because he's Scottish. He's from yeah. Hi- the Highlands. Yeah. yeah. There's also a funny flashback where um, I think he's definitely in like 18th century France, I believe. Mm-hmm. And um, he's like super drunk and he just got into a argument with somebody and this guy like challenges him to a, to a duel and uh, like a gun duel. And um, so he's like super, super wasted and they keep dueling and uh, the guy like shoots uh, Connor in the stomach and he like falls over and then he's just like, is that all you got? And he like gets back up and then the guy comes back and he has to like shoot him again. And he's like, is that it? That's it. And then the guy like grabs the gun again and shoots him again and just like keeps going over and over and over again. Yeah. I feel like he's got a death wish at some point. Yeah. Yeah. He just didn't care. Yeah. Everything good in his life has been taken away from him. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He's just slumming it up in New York City. I think there's a Twilight Zone episode kind of like oh, that. Oh, <laughs> of course there is. A guy can't die. You better you better find that one. And talk about it in the part. <laughs> you no, know. there's a couple like meetings between the Kiergan and Connor, but it all kind of builds up to this final mm-hmm. last moment where they know they're going to fight each other. Yes. Is the reporter there? Probably. Like, is the stakes that like she at some like, point at, she, she might shows be in a location. up halfway through the fight and he's like, she "Oh might, gosh, now I have to save her and out or something." Or, get killed. Yeah. yeah, she might be like kidnapped has, like, or something like that. Flashbacks of his wife from before. He's like, like, "I couldn't save her, but I can save you." Yeah, I guess I can't really remember exactly, but they meet on like on like hollow ground or whatever it's called. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, they, they're at like a Catholic church. And so yeah, there are, there are rules to Highlandering. You can't fight in a church. I think is like one of them, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Like vampires can't walk in like cemeteries, kind of deal. I mean, hey, they can't there enter a rules. doorway unless they're invited, yeah. right? Because because uh, Connor goes to the church, and I think he's just waiting for him. They were going to meet to talk, and then Clancy Brown shows up, and they have their little chit chat about mm-hmm. having this fight coming up, and he's like trying to intimidate all the nuns that are around and the <laughs> priests and everything. Making them feel like gross. Yep. Can't uh, water Highlanders after midnight. Yep. <laughs> they can't eat, you know, chicken on hollowed ground. 
So many rules. <laughs> Apparently they can cut their hair. That's cool. Yeah. The last scene is all I can get you. Do you have anything in the fight scene that is important that you want to hit on? Well, they, they fight, and then I think they go up to the rooftop and fight, and there's a they're on a billboard, or there's yeah. a billboard that falls over or something like that. Okay. I don't really know what's happening with that, but yeah, there's like a... Someone's hanging from a billboard at oh, some Oh, maybe point. that's what I'm thinking about the bridge part. Maybe I'm conflating it with the... Maybe. You might be, yeah. Because there's... I remember like there scaffolding There might be like a big or fire or something like that. Mm-hmm. Can't really remember. But the whole thing ends with... Uh, Clancy Brown gets his head, get his head chopped, chopped off. off. And then the coolest scene in movie history begins. Yes. As crazy painted on digital effects start. All the windows around... Connor like explodes. He starts floating into the air. Yes. Like like screaming into the sky and his white light is just everywhere. And he has to say, There can be only one. (laughs) Yeah. He says it very loudly. And as soon as he says one, everything's just like (laughs) shatters. And he gets all the the cure. He gets all the powers, yeah. They couldn't have been the last Highlander, right? Because then there's more movies. So there was never a plan for there to be sequels to this film. Right. Never ever. It was written to be this is the movie, we're done after this movie. Right. right. So this last scene is like the epitome of the Highlander powers. Gotcha. But then they're like, Yeah, but it made a lot of money. Yeah. So we're gonna go yeah, ahead that's and make why it some gets more confusing. Of this stuff. <laughs> gets a little confusing. Yeah. How do you top the cure again though? It was a movie that should have never had a sequel. Yeah. But it made too much money. Too that, big to fail. That does happen. But it failed. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And Other he, than that, yeah, like he probably like just hangs out with that the lady. The police are like constantly like trying to figure it out. He probably gets like a voiceover yeah. at the end. He's like walking into the distance. Oh, I I almost forgot to mention this. <laughs> you have to listen to the opening. The opening is so good. <laughs> so like the opening's just a black screen with titles and Sean Connery speaking, but listen to the audio. He is he, does not he care. is in a bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not even lying to you, that's a fact. He's, he's just, literally oh recorded it in a bathroom and you can hear it. It's That's so amazing. echoey. Yeah. There's a flush while he's halfway through. He just did not care. From the dawn of time we came, moving silently down through the centuries, living many secret lives, struggling to reach the time of the gathering, when the few who remain will battle to the last. No one has ever known we were among you until now. So yeah, well, why did they record it like, there? Yeah, sometimes you get those voiceovers where you're just like, I'm phoning this one in. Literally. I almost forgot to mention that. I'm glad. <laughs> it's like the classic Harrison Ford Blade Runner voiceover where he's just yeah. like, I'm not doing this. Well, they they have the voiceover to explain like what a Highlander is. Yeah. They kind of needed that, I guess. Yeah, I think that sounds like it wouldn't make it be kind of necessary. It'd be hard to follow the story if you didn't have yes. that set up. And I don't think it'd be something you could easily just show. Mm-hmm. And then to see like slash the screen and like the <gasps> it bust through falls it apart. And Here then, we and then are. Or they starts. do the or they do the fire in the middle out to the sides and yeah. then starts. I mean, transition. There's, there's what like three Queen songs in this movie. That's the only one that like anybody that's remembers. The, that's the theme song to Highlander. But I think there's yeah. like three Queen songs Ooh, that, okay. that were specifically awesome. written for that this. That sounds really that's cool. Great. Yeah. Couldn't have chose a better artist at the time. Yeah, I mean, the, the only other movie that they did was uh, the... Um, the Flash, Flash Gordon. Gordon. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Flash! They should have written a lot more theme songs. For they sure. They were good at For it. For sure. <laughs> Maybe there's some, like, B-side 
unreleased yeah Ooh, they okay <gasps> oh whoa. so they did um the here we are song yeah but they also did who wants to live i thought that was all part of the same forever. song no that's a def- definitely a different one oh. okay. that's a sex scene song i believe Ooh. who wants <laughs> to live forever <laughs> oh man i can't it's wait so to good <laughs> both of those songs are like 10 out of 10 and the movie just looks like so high contrasty it's like like the present day like new york looks very dark and grungy and then like go the flashbacks it's a little bit brighter but it is like a lot of exterior shots a lot of natural lighting all over the place Mm -hmm. they weren't spending a lot of money to make Highlander (laughs) no so they cut some costs here and there yeah and the weird digital effect at the end where I took it's like painted over like there's like black holes and all this weird stuff like floating around him and like circles (laughs) of smoke Yep. It's, it's insane. Yeah, you see that a lot. <laughs> There's a lot of like lightning shots, but they're they're all lightning and air They're quotes. all just drawn Painted in. Yeah. 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 That's my favorite like looking lightning. They do that in Ghostbusters. Yeah. I will say like the um the spiral staircase and like the building falling apart, that looks like styrofoam at times. Like <laughs> it, the way it I falls remember. apart, it kind of falls out and then down, which doesn't make sense. In my head it Instead looks just really over. like television set kind of yeah. cheesy, but yeah. so I'm curious to see. Maybe that's in my head as Maybe. how I'm picturing it, but uh, that's there's some campiness to yeah, this. Yeah, we'll have to find out. But I think it's better for the campiness. I mean, you just have to do it. There's no other way. The, the project in scope is so big. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for it takes itself like mostly <laughs> serious, and then there's parts that are a little bit campy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you like, don't like have the dual the part budget. is specifically a joke in the movie. You know, it's meant to be funny. <laughs> yeah. He's not taking, like, his own mortality serious anymore. Well, we ready? I think we are. I'm ready. We're ready. We're gonna we're gonna watch Highlander. Of course. And we're gonna come back here. Of course. And we're gonna talk about it. Of course. (laughs) It's gonna be good. (laughs) So join us in part two. Hooray, America! You must learn to conceal your special gift and harness your power until the time of the gathering. What gathering? When only a few of us are left, we will feel an irresistible pull towards a faraway land to fight for the prize. Come on! Master! Welcome back to the It's Better to Burn Out Than Fade Away podcast. We watched Highlander. Oh my god, it was so good. (laughs) (laughs) It was so good. Oh my god. I will say there are some goofy moments in this movie. A few. <laughs> Just a few goofy moments. It's, the is it a few or is it a lot? The backflips it's the, the whole first. movie. The guy in the I love it even the more. The old man in the suit doing backflips is the first goofy. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, there were some yes. weird cuts because like there was a cut where he was doing backflips and then it cut to him just walking and then it cut back later and he was doing more backflips and yeah. I was like is he did he continue? He picked it back up. <laughs> It was very confusing. <laughs> it was. There was a lot of confusing moments. The aerial shot in the beginning of the film Wasn't was sweet? specially designed by the maker of the Steadicam. And it's the same sort of technology they use on football fields That's nowadays. That's what I was it's assuming. It's the, the wires. It's the four yeah. wires moving the camera. That makes sense. It but was cool looking. I, I have to imagine it being like a giant camera up there, though. Right, yeah. Like, they had some yeah. really heavy They had like a helicopter sound effect to it. Yeah. They, yeah. That was something they did. I don't you know Guys, before, before that even, though. Before that even. <laughs> you got to talk about can the we talk about no, The narration. Can we, can we talk about the Studio Canal logo popping <laughs> up on the movie? I don't know if you guys... 
oh, if your version contained no. this. I'm glad you're actually like... starting there because did you also see the Canon Pictures logo? No, I didn't see oh, any of these. Oh my gosh. god, Canon Pictures helped produce this. Dude, this is crazy. Like the movie starts and it's just like clouds, and I was like, oh, oh yeah, neat movie. And then it's just wildlife noises, and I'm like, what's happening? Oh, and you've never seen that logo before. It went forever, and all of a sudden it's like Studio Canal, and I was like, oh, I thought this was the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was very confused. And then no, it just moves no. on to the just wait to, until the canon logo. Yeah, it's wait fun, till it gets fun to, to think the... about if the credits count as part of the film. Yeah. <laughs> or not. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> like in the room, it says like Wiseau Pictures yeah, and then true. it says like Wiseau Films or yeah. something like that. It always reminds you of what it just said with the start of the film. <laughs> I don't know why that's a thing. Yeah. But did you guys listen to the opening narration? Yeah. Yeah. Recorded in a bathroom. I didn't hate it. I know. I, it, it sounded it, it, it sounded okay. It just sounded reverb yeah. it, it actually, it I think very, it made sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It gave it more of like an ominous feel. Mm-hmm. Also, apparently Sean Connery's dialect coach was in the room, in the bathroom with him, making sure he like... Yeah, flushing the toilets. Yeah. <laughs> Specifically like talking Just going manner. together. Yeah. Yeah. Sean Connery just gave no, no Fs. No shits. He's just like, I'm going to film for a week. Yeah. I'm going to, you know, get in, get out. I was like looking at the the back of the fight, the Kurgan fight, because I'm for sure they filmed all of Sean's like side first and then just swung in a stunt double yeah. for the rest of it. I was like, where's not Sean Connery? Go, there's not Sean Connery. There's yeah, not Sean you Connery. can tell there's because he was a, the, the not Sean Connery was a little bit more, he had a, little, a few more donuts than, than regular Sean Connery did. <laughs> he only had a week of shooting. That's all he would give him. Is that is that it? He only had a week. Made a million dollars off a week of shooting this film. Wow, he looks great too. He's running on a beach, you know. Yeah, that's true. He looks good. He's wearing that insane hat, you know. He's got that Mm -hmm. peacock coat. Mm -hmm. He's peacocking, baby. So we we do understand that the Highlander is just the Highlander. He's 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 his own. Yeah, he's from the Highlands. He's not. And a Kurgan all, all is a, a race of people called the Kurgans. Too. No, the Kurgan's just Kur- the Kurgan. Well, no, no, no. There's a no, no. Well, he was saying that the Kurgan comes from a region in Russia. Okay. But I think the Kurgan's just the Kurgan as well. Yeah. I think Sean Connery has an or, offhanded line where he, he talks about the Kurgans they're as a, a race. Uh, okay, maybe you're right. I do you like right. the goofiness of Sean Connery being a Scottish actor playing okay, someone from Spain who is born, born in, in Egypt. Egypt. <laughs> I'm like, what? It's like Carmen yeah. San Diego trying like, to figure out where this you guy the, comes from. You had the easiest layup of a Scottish dude talking to the Highlander, and you were like, let's make it weird. Yeah, yeah. Take take the Scottish guy and make him Spanish and take a... I don't even know where Christopher Lambert... Is he French? I think French. He, he speaks French. Uh, yeah, I don't know if he's from France but specifically, he, but... He got hired on this project, Scottish. and he didn't know English. Right. That's <laughs> Wow, I never right. would have guessed. <laughs> well... They they do, I mean, so Sean Connery's character says that he's from like 500 BC or mm-hmm. something like that, so yeah. he's been around for a long time. Yeah. Yep, over and, 2,000 uh, years, I think he says. Yeah. Yeah, or maybe longer. Yeah. And, I, I, um, is there a fi- there's a finite number of Highlanders that can be born? So, when I guess so. comes around, or 1986, whenever this movie got made, that's when the yeah, quickening so has to happen? Yeah, so they were saying, yeah, it was like, there's, like, they're being created, or, like, they're just... They've are, been and then created since the beginning of time, is what the There will be an says. event. Like, it's like a thing. They're called the gathering. The gathering, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is like, we'll, you'll all gather in a faraway land called New York City, and have, like, a straight-up final showdown of all the immortals. Yeah, I think, like, the, so they were saying, like, there's, like, an energy that's pushing all of these immortals together to want them to, to fight. fight. Yeah. yeah. 
and and the closer it gets to just being like two left, there's a, a very strong urge for them to just fight each other. Whoever wins, they get all the knowledge of the world and they're they they can hear people's thoughts, they they know everything. So I I guess that's like so, the so end there, result there, of there could of, be no more Highlanders born. I guess not. But. Except for the one that I guess that wins the thing because he says after he wins, I think that he, he can now have mortal. children. Oh yeah, he yeah. becomes mortal. Basically, mm-hmm. that's yep. his prize. Yeah. So the prize is he becomes mortality. more. Yeah, mortality, and he ha- he's all knowing. And you get to hang out on a cliffside with a babe and drink and have wine, kids. You have can apples. make kids finally. Exactly. So just make get ends. get to making. <laughs> I mean, he's got millions and millions of dollars with all of that equipment and all the the weapons and the ancient stuff that he and has. That in insane his, apartment he has. The sa- insane apartment. Oh my god! In that back room. <laughs> yeah. The with the round. Room. With the round couch. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was some interesting. There's interesting camera that's work a, for that's, sure in this. Film. Oh my god, there's a lot of really cool steady shots. Even that yes. kind of give me a vibe of like Stanley Kubrick in a way. Yeah, so a couple like it's like mid waist but... steady cam shots mm-hmm. that look like the shining, and then it always like reverses to the other side, and then it reverses. Yeah, you get a lot of that in the police station. Mm-hmm. Where I was like, this feels like Stanley Kubrick shot this. Yeah. But not like, not every shot. There's a lot of like a lot of low angle close ups, um, like for for the inserts, like where you know someone will have a reaction, and it's always like down right below their chin line, just right in their face. And there was like, oh, every there's time. a lot of style in the, in this. It's, uh, it gets nice. Yeah. Like movie. The, the there's some good, some flyover. bad. There's like the resting flyover, and there's like the 360 in the circle room. They both use a really strong fish eye as they're moving around, and I was getting a little seasick watching it. But I was yep. like, interesting choices. They have that. I I forgot about that like classic match cut where they have Christopher Lambert's face, and then it blends into Mona Lisa. There's and a then, few of those in there. Yeah, they were. They really tried. Their scene yeah. transitions were like they put a lot of effort. Into yeah, him in his this like movie. flashback comes like through his eyeball. Yep, like, like yep. out of it. <laughs> and, and that shot in particular, they didn't they didn't remaster that one shot. I don't know if it was because of the graphic, but you could tell the quality of the image is really, really yeah. poor. There, was, there <laughs> were some moments like that where like there's just too much grain in the movie. I was like, that was yeah, that shot in particular, it was really poor because it like he's like dying on the battlefield and then it zooms out through his own eyeball. Just it was cool. Yeah, it, cool there was some really mm-hmm. cool like, again the transitions. They have the one where it goes from the parking garage and they just raise up and suddenly Into, you're in Scotland on this up top. And then same with like you're in his apartment in his aquarium and you pan up and then it's him and Ramirez on the boat. Yeah. And I'm like, man, they were really trying with these scene transitions. Yeah. They wanted cool. to make sure you were in a flashback, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah, because it was cutting back and forth quite rapidly at mm-hmm. times. <clears throat> so should we start with the parking garage? Sure. The quickening. <laughs> Yeah, that of guy was doing spinning. a lot of backflips. Yeah. There are so many steam pipes in this in this parking garage. I thought he cut a, a, a sprinkler yeah. line, but he cuts a steam pipe but sets off the sprinkler. There's a few times where the Highlanders but... like to fight with pipes instead of swords. That's true. They can't get to their swords, so they just grab a pipe off a wall or off a floor. Yeah, they're like, where's them. the nearest pipe? There's a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's sword-like enough. It's fine. That guy looked like a blonde Michael McKeon. He looked like the, just yeah. like a generic bad guy from any movie ever. Yeah, just he had like, the sunglasses on. He's like the, the third time. or fourth bad guy in a movie. But somehow he's like the main. He, he, bad guy yeah, he's like the bad this. guy in a kung fu movie. He yeah, have any the white, lines. the white guy. He's yeah, the, the exactly the, the white, white bad, bad guy, guy <laughs> in a kung fu movie. <laughs> yes. Was it just because he's like a good sword fighter as a, as like an actual person, and they just casted him in this to be a sword fighter? Because it didn't mm. seem like he was like he that could have been a stunt great. guy. Yeah, possibly. probably. Because he didn't have very many guy. lines. Mm-hmm. He was just like, "Hey, McLeod." 
And then I, they fought. I did yeah. like that they do establish they kind of know each other ahead of time. Because, yeah, he's like, McLeod. And then he turns around. I think he says the guy's name back to him. And then they just start fighting. <laughs> he's just like, all right, we're, gonna, we're doing this. Here to go. So I, I guess, like, is there a time in... Because Ramirez is, is uh, immortal as well. Is there a time where they didn't have an urge to fight each other? And now they do? Now that we're in, like, present day... Yeah, I like mean, 1980s? he made it sound like they they didn't like the the Kurgan was doing it just because that's who the Kurgan is. Yeah, but the, it sounded like the rest of them didn't really care. It's like there was going to be a moment though where there was like a switch flipped, where now suddenly they just feel compelled to fight each other. Okay, yeah, because he met that one guy on the on the bridge. Yes, on the bridge. I, I and they were talking too. and like he didn't want to drink the wine because he thought it might have been poisoned. Yep, but like. They were like, when the time comes, are we going to fight each other? And I was like, well, you guys aren't fighting now, so that's kind of interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. When will the time come? What so is the time? Highlanders can just be friends. It for, seems. For a while, but I think there just is going to have to be. There's always that yeah, underlying tension of like, you know, we'll probably yeah. have to kill each other someday. That's where, what's, where it got problematic in the television show, because you were rooting for both characters. And you knew like at some point, it was just going to be down to them. Yeah. And they were going to have to fight and kill each other. And they knew it too. Right. Like, it was just all part of the code. Like, when it comes time... We're going to have to kill each other. Mm-hmm. But until that time comes, we're going to be on the same side. I wonder if I should watch the Highlander series. I My aunt a long time ago told me that she she loved the show when it was on. Yeah, I remember liking the show, but I was it'd probably be too sleepy for me now. It's like probably. a little too slow. 45 minutes long. Oh, and, God. Know. Yeah. <laughs> I think every episode ends with like a quickening and like a bad guy getting killed. <laughs> Maybe there's like a few episode arc of... All right, all right, you but, gotta watch it. It sounds like it's right up your alley. <laughs> yeah, I might like it. I really like the main character. I thought he did a good job. Yeah, that I can picture that guy's face. Yeah, just don't know. Antonio Sabato Jr. I made that up. That's not what. Right. <laughs> Where did that name come from? <laughs> Antonio Sabato Jr. But in this movie, Lambert has the biggest forehead. He's got he does. great eyes. He's got. Too. He does have good I'm eyes. I'm telling you that Deep he's got eyes. He's got that like just light in his eyes. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he, his, the rest of his face <laughs> is dark. There's only light in his eyes. I thought his wig looked good in the past. He like even put it in water, like dunked it in water, and yeah. he got yeah. it back. Yeah. And I was it worked like, out pretty well. It's glued on real good. That might have been real hair that he. They, maybe <laughs> no. they. You don't think so? Like maybe they no. shot that first? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It was all oh, dreadlocked man. and stuff. <laughs> now, in in part one, we weren't sure like when when there's the battle in the Highlands between the two clans. We it happens like pretty early. Pretty early, but we weren't sure why the Kurgan doesn't behead McLeod then. Like he, we stabs him in the stomach, and we're like, maybe he didn't realize, but he definitely knew. Yeah. He was there. He was about. He was to. there just to kill McLeod because right. he wasn't even part of that dude's clan it sounds like he was hired in because the the other clan was like remember he's like remember our deal and nobody wants to fight the highlander because the current claim to him yes exactly so he's standing around trying to kill somebody because it's like his first battle apparently even though he's like 40 (laughs) and yeah kurgan shows up don't fight me and then he monologues he's like (laughs) he stabs him and he's about to like behead him and then he waits like 10 minutes and then all of the highlanders bros they're like oh god help yeah, yeah, and Andy, Brad. Oh, you guys watch Game of Thrones? Did you notice anybody who was in the in the uh, McLeod clan? Was it the old king who dies in the first two episodes or whatever? The no, it was king. it was the guy who banishes him instead of having him killed. The the yeah. Night Watch guy. Yes, the original oh, the, uh, the original guy who was the. The yeah the leader of the head Night of the Night Watch. Watch. Mm. That's right. I didn't I, yeah I didn't connect those dots until you said it just now. But he mm-hmm. was I was like watching it like he felt familiar. And now that you said it, I'm like so yep, the, exactly. the same guy that was uh, they were originally gonna um, the his 
Connor McLeod's girlfriend wanted to burn him alive. Yeah, and then the one yes. guy was like, no, let's banish him. The guy who said, let's banish him was the guy. And he's like, can you walk? He's like, I'll walk out of here. <laughs> yeah. Like that. The dude who says that too is. Yeah. yeah. Also, you gave a lot of grief to that girlfriend in the part one. And I she's, did. She's good looking. She's a fine looking lady. She's all right. I meant, well, yeah, I guess her personality though is ugly. No, That's she, what I was trying to yeah. say. Oh, yeah. But it definitely didn't come out. I, I just said she was ugly. I'm Andy Moldenhauer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I see outer too, strictly. <laughs> Only. Man, uh, yeah, because it's like her and his best bud are like the two of them just immediately are just yeah, like, he should have been dead and he's not and now I'm mad and it's the devil. And you're like, guys, calm down, man. Yeah. Well, she turns on him real fast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's the one who put it out there that he was a, That's he's a witch. It's the work of Satan. Or, yeah, not a witch, but <laughs> that the devil's inside him. Mm-hmm. And his buddy's he like, died. you were Connor McCloud. I don't know who you are now. Right. Does he have to eat? Probably not, right? <sighs> I don't he, can't, he can't starve to death. He doesn't have to breathe. He can't breathe. So He'll be pretty weak he if he doesn't. Mm-hmm. He's probably got to eat something. Yeah? Yeah, maybe. Tough question. That's a good question. I don't know if he eats in the movie, to be honest. I can't... I didn't see him eat. I saw him drink some Hennessy from 1783. Oh, yeah. He smells the whiskey or whatever, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, Mm. I don't know. That's, man, deep questions for the Highlander lore. (laughs) Yeah, I think this this movie opened up a couple questions where I was like, this doesn't quite make sense. Well, there's there's a lot of things to get into. Yes. And they do a little bit in the second movie where they call them aliens, but then they make the third movie and be like, the second movie didn't happen. <laughs> I know. So it's like, okay, well... They just wanted to make more money. We're jumping all over the... What is canon and what is not yeah. canon? <laughs> yeah, like, the second one had a giant dome that covered the sky, so all the Highlanders started to age because they couldn't get sunlight. I think the second one is just like <laughs> an like, alternate what is take. happening? Yeah. I thought there weren't any Highlanders anymore. Christopher Lambert's mortal. Long. Wow. They, they they ignored the first one. Oh man, <laughs> it's like an alternate reality. <laughs> I know it doesn't make sense. Yeah. But he meets that lady. There's the reporter lady. Mm-hmm. So he's got is she 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 no, claims she's a reporter. Forensics lab lady. Forensics lab. Yeah. She she claims she works for like a museum. Oh, right. That's what it was. Yeah. For the Metropolitan Museum. And he and then he's like, "Jokes on you! I'm super smart because I've lived for a million years. I know you're not." Because he finds the tape recorder right away. <laughs> And the gun. And and she's she's there because... Well, I can't remember why she's there exactly. She, she has like some sort of urge just to solve the crime. She's Yeah, she's really interested. Like, And I think she just is invested because the case is so unusual when they like find the, the pieces of the, the ancient it sword in the park yeah. garage. She's like, yeah, who's got an infatuation with like getting down. Plus, he's hot as hell. On. Of course she wants to get with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So she finds some of the well, they find like she she works for the lab, I guess, and they they say that the guy's head was just like so perfectly sliced off that it yeah. would have had to been a certain kind of metal. Well, they find and they find oh, right. they find like shards of or, or like scrapings of metal in his wounds. Yeah, and in the concrete pillar, and uh, then and then she finds yeah. that she later. goes back later yeah. to find that, and that's when he kind of sees her. And, um, and they find that sword too. Yes. They find the guy. The, the guy who's sword. dead. It was. Yeah. Uh, Tony Salamanca something or what? <laughs> Some a, kind of sword. There's a classic like CSI crime scene investigation part in this movie. Yeah. Where like the police officers are like bad at their jobs. The guy's like walking over a body with a cup of coffee. Gosh dang Garfield <laughs> over here. Just oh my like, God. The, co- oh the, the my cop gosh. sequence is so silly. There's so many people just like around surrounding the decapitated yep. corpse. Dropping the F-bomb. Just like being classic 80s New York cops. Yeah. <laughs> And they take in Connor McCloud for questioning. Oh yeah, right because he's like speeding he's to get out of the parking lot. He's tearing out there in his little MG. He's which, like, 
another interesting shot because they put the camera on the back of the car while he's driving, which it. looks cool. So it looks like really cool. Game it looks style so cool. Him driving through a parking structure. Yeah, yeah. It that's looks a great way to place a camera on there. Anyone, anyone making it. a film, that's the way to do it. It feels they, so good. It, it looks like they attached like a pole to the bumper, but they stop him and then they take him in for questioning. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like a good cop, bad cop type yeah, situation. But the bad cop like calls him gay. Like that's his like. Trump card that he there was pulls a, Well, there was like good cop, bad cop, dumb cop because Garfield yeah, yes. is still in the room. There's two other detectives. The one detective is kind of being nifty. The other detective thinks McLeod is funny and he's just sort of on his side, it seems like, but not saying anything. What and Garfield th- yeah. is just being a doofus. What Gar- I think you did, McLeod, is you're back there to suck some guy's dick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? You what didn't want to pay him. What are you going to say, Garfield? <laughs> yeah, it was like two detectives and a yeah. police officer. Why is the police officer? You're putting there? your own like sexual repression. And then Garfield goes in for a <laughs> swing and McLeod. I was just like, juke? Yeah, <laughs> right. Don't even move, pal. Don't <laughs> Give even Give me your reason. <laughs> he's got right next to his face. Oh, God. What a doofus. Oh, Garfield. He's, getting, he's shining. He's getting his moment. Ever seen this guy before, Nash? Name's Vasilek, Polish national. Had his head chopped off in New Jersey two nights ago. You ever get over to New Jersey, Nash? Not if I can help it. You talk funny, Nash. Where are you from? Lots of different places. You're an antique dealer, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. What's that? A sword? Wise up, smartass. It's a Toledo Salamanca broadsword worth about a million bucks. So? So you want to hear a theory? Mm-hmm. You went down that garage to buy this sword from that guy. What's his name? I don't know. You tell me. Okay, his name is Aman Fazil, and you fought about the price and cut off his head. Want to hear another theory? This Fazil was so upset about lousy wrestling tonight. He went down to the garage and in a fit of depression cut off his own head. That's not funny, Walt. You faggot, Nash? Why, Garfield? You cruising for a piece of ass? I'll tell you what happened, Russell. You went down to the garage for a blowjob. You just didn't want to pay for it. What I love about this, there's a lot of like just just very insignificant characters in yeah. scenes who have lines. There is, well, and, and I love it. On top of that, you have the fact that, uh, as far as I can tell, 100% of this movie is all ADR. And so, <laughs> oh, yeah. and so every every line that's like it's just a throwaway, you manage to hear it because it's layered in the track. So it's like, even if it was supposed to be blended under, you'll hear like, yeah, like those goofy lines and they just stand out. Yeah. They're just, Clearly other There's recording. a police officer that you would play in the film. Do you know what oh. I'm talking about? That bald guy? They cut to him, he's just eating a bag of Doritos. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, that yes. guy is like a, he's like a, he's in a lot of stuff. He is, yeah. I don't know who he is, but he's one of those like, you know his face, you have no idea what his name is. You yeah. want to get Andy Moldy in a movie, put it in the writer. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. He's got to be eating a bag of Doritos in every scene. A every classic white bag scene. of Doritos with some red and blue in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> My God, son. <laughs> oh, man. We were also unclear about how Ramirez dies. Yes, we he know does get his head chopped we off. Fight up, they fight up the stairs. We weren't sure. We were like, maybe he gets thrown down the stairs. Kurgan gets thrown Kurgan off. Kurgan comes down and chops his head off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kurgan gets thrown down. And then they go back up the stairs again. Yeah. yeah. And then... It I was guess, a bad position for Mar- Ramirez. Ramirez, yeah, I guess just sort of like... He kind of gets beaten, sort of like... I. It wasn't even like he was that injured, but all of a sudden he's just sort of like, well, I've lost. He's got his body 
cut real good. Yeah. The Kurgan actually like hits him with the sword. Not like slashes or cuts him, but like just hits his hits, his, hits him with the sword. It's like that's not how you use a sword, right. Kurgan. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? Depends though. He had some uh he had some spikes on the on the sides of that sword. I don't yeah. know if you yeah, remember. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, really that's cool, true. unique swords. Oh, oh yeah. Even, I even like that was the, a claymore, the right? Highlander's first yeah. sword looks sweet. Yeah, the one before Ramirez. Yeah, and that's the one that's on like the, the cover, the cover of, yeah. the, of the movie, that and great. and it says McCloud, I think on yeah, it. Yeah, but he right? like only uses it back in the old days. The and like he, once he gets fight. Ramirez's sword, he's like, this sword's way better than my sword. It is. He gets yeah. an upgrade. Yeah. That sword is better. Folded two hundred times. No, has a moon. No, I, I, a question did pop up. Ramirez, he just appears in the middle yeah, of he just straight uh, up shows McLeod up. and his girlfriend bing bonging. Yeah. And he just shows up what seems like he just like warps into, <laughs> he does, into he the just, scene. He just like jumps over there and he's like, there's, like, there's like a shot of lightning as he like jumps <laughs> over them and I'm like, did he just warp into that scene? Oh, you just reminded me of one of the most confusing scenes in this movie, which is when he's explaining what the quickening is to McLeod. Yeah. And there's like three cuts and each cut is like there's he's talking to him in like the whole time. But they keep moving around and then lightning is striking just yes. McLeod. And yes. I'm like, did they kill a Highlander? Why is he getting quickened right now? Like what's happening? The, yes, I know exactly it what you're talking about. Because I was like, these are some interesting strange cuts. And I did fast. not understand them. <laughs> yeah, they were like moving all over the place, then he's on a cliff, and then they're back by the tower, and I'm like, I don't okay. I was like, maybe they didn't have enough footage. And yeah. they were just cutting back and forth between I mean, shots. I, that could be I, the again, only shots they had. In the scheme of the movie, not that big a deal. <laughs> it was just very, very it was, it was a choice for sure. Yes. But but my question was, like, why is Ramirez, why does he feel an urge to even help the Highlander? He says he was and, tracking and the Kurgan because he's like, that's why yeah. I'm here. This is the, I was following the Kurgan. And it seemed like it was one of those things you. where he knows the Kurgan was focused on McLeod but didn't kill him. And so maybe he's like, I need to talk to this McLeod guy. How did he not get killed by Kurgan? Mm-hmm. And maybe he's the one that can kill the Kurgan. Because it seemed like Ramirez was just like, we got to train up, man, because this dude is the strongest of us all, and yeah. we need to take him out. It would have been interesting if in his like last breath or whatever, um, Sean Connery like said that he was going to betray McLeod, and that he, like, he did want the prize, and there could honestly mm. be only one. Mm. But, but like he had some sort of... Uh, he just wanted McLeod or... to fight the Kurgan, kill him, and then... Maybe. Maybe Sean Connery Getting could a kill state. Would have been interesting for his character. That would have been. Yeah. I could see this being an awesome remake. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I could this see could it go well. Awesome remake. I, I, I really... I did actually really... I found, or a TV I, show. I found it really interesting. A Netflix ten. Another, another oh TV show. my god! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. series. Do a quick Just mini a ten look, part. One season miniseries. Yeah. Oh my god! And because then you're not ready do, for it. You could do a real like Americans aren't ready where, for yeah, it. Like yeah. you're just because you kind of like the original show. How about this for a pitch? Ooh. Christopher Lambert is old now. Uh-huh. He did win the prize, and but the Highlanders are starting again. Yes. New round. New round. There's a new round of Highlanders out. That would be cool. So then you could have like all new characters, but then bring bring uh, Christopher Lambert into the series yes. too. Oh, yes. Yes. oh yes. yeah, yes. Netflix, give us and a maybe, call. Maybe we'll the other guy uh, they, from the TV show as well. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> My God, this is gonna be amazing. <laughs> oh, man. We've wished a lot of things to existence on this podcast, and sometimes they happen. Yeah, it's happened a couple times. That's true. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids Rick Four is coming oh, back. Yeah, 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 is coming. Yeah, there was yeah, another yeah, thing yeah, that yeah, Mighty yeah, Ducks yeah. Four. Recently, yeah. That's true. Everything's a four. <laughs> wow. Bringing it back. Home Alone's coming back. That's is there true. a Highlander four? There is a anime movie. I don't know if it's canon or not, but it is very good. Ooh, There's that a really good. Are you wait what? 
It's great. That it's sounds like really a Highlander movie. anime. That sounds yeah. exactly the right kind of it's format really cool. for this movie. Yeah, for that. It's a TV show. What? <laughs> it, no, it was just a movie. It was a one-off movie. What? I remember it being really ba. Yeah, it sounds really cool. It sounds Andy? exactly like I would want to see it. Andy, <laughs> we'll find it. Okay, we'll find okay. it. We'll watch Thank it. Thank you. Thank it's you. It's gonna be good. <laughs> Every episode, you're just getting coursing Andy to put a movie on Netflix for you. <laughs> well, we'll find it. Andy. Oh man, <laughs> that does sound like good. Like and then I won't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I liked the choice. I, I I thought it was interesting narratively, where um, you know Ramirez is with the Highlanders girl. When the curtain That's shows up, for sure, come on! Oh, oh my god, total you could babe. tell, babe like, too. like they were like, "Ooh, Madonna's hot." <laughs> Let's get a Madonna. Oh my god, she was very. I remember good. when I originally watched this movie, I was like, "She had, hubba, she had that hubba, accent." Like, she's always wearing like those German clothes. Yeah, yeah. She's got like a, a like a a sweater like made of like woven fabrics of like different. I think mm-hmm. you can call things. them goat skin really or cool. sheepskin, and then like she, and she your, is like ride or die from on? a cloud, man. She's like committed. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah. I really like the narrative choice that where Ramirez tells the Kurgan it that's his uh, wife or woman. Yeah, uh, like to kind of protect McLeod. I think it was he doesn't want to, he wants to protect the yeah. fact that McLeod I don't think exists. Kurgan knew McLeod was in yes, the area exactly. And right, I think uh, I, the, and so they have the fadeaway where Kurgan's like said hello that because because you're like oh she's about to get oops yeah um, and then. Later, Do you think you, if, if he said that was McLeod's girl, then it would have been even worse for her? Well, I think that's... Well, I don't know if it would have been worse for like her, what but his it, expectation it would have been worse for McLeod, is what I think the point was. He's just trying to hide the, his location, I yeah, think. Yeah, because McLeod wasn't there, and the Kurgan didn't seem to know oh, that McLeod was okay, there Okay, I guess I didn't... I thought he was looking for McLeod when he showed up. It seemed like he knew it was Ramirez that was there. The Kurgan but, really likes breaking doors down. Oh, my God. Oh my God. It's like his favorite thing. Dude. To, like, bust a door in. Oh, yeah. It's he does like, it, like, it's three like, times. It's <laughs> like the big, bad wolf. <laughs> it's like that, like, cartoonish at times. Mm-hmm. Well, and he looks so... Bu- like, especially, him- like, later on in the 80s when he busts the... the, the um, uh, the metallurgic lady's door down. Oh, yeah, yeah, the my police God. ladies. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Oh, and then her apartment has the uh, most amazing lighting for that scene. Yeah, where, like, it's like, he busts in. all the red yeah, lights. Yeah, she's got, like, I need all the red and blue lights in my apartment to be on in random rooms as we run down this crazy see, hallway. See, and, and that scene was really goofy, too, because she walked in, and I, I thought she was confused because there were just red lights all over in her apartment. Yeah, she, she looks like, like she that. was in the wrong she, apartment. She goes in, and she's looking around like, what like, the what's hell all is the red going on in my doing? apartment? <laughs> and then the carrier busts in, she's like, don't care anymore! <laughs> just, like, running through. Oh man! But uh, jumping back to yeah. his, so he's got his lady. Yeah, I, and and there's a scene where there's a couple scenes where like they're at the market mm-hmm. and uh, Sean Connery is talking with. He's uh, telling to break it off. He's, yes, he's, it'll, it only yeah. hurt. Badly. It'll hurt you. Yeah, and hurt her. I guess because they can't have kids. Yeah, Sean Connery. They can't have kids. Yeah. And love three different times in his life. And he's yeah. been through always this. worked out. Bad. That's where he yeah. got his one sword. His father-in-law made it for him. Mm-hmm. Right, like. Japanese, Japanese married a princess. Again, <laughs> samurai. Again, so the Egyptian <laughs> that was from Spain, but also his was in third, Japan, yep. and now is here in the Highlands. His Man, third he wife around. was yeah. Japanese. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you time's spend, different. You spend so that much time. That's true. You got that thousands My of years. God. You got to kill it somehow. <laughs> Might as well marry a Japanese princess. There you go. Just collect a bunch of trinkets and trophies along the way. I did like though that like they show that McLeod's woman there like stayed with him. Like she didn't, she wasn't killed yeah, by the Kurgan. She grew old and just died, of and old she just age. never told him about it. Like 
they live their lives and at the end she's like you know i wish i could have you know i could have had your children i you know but i'm glad we had the life we had and just asked him to do the whole light the candle on my birthday thing Mm -hmm. and i was like that's really cool i didn't expect to see her again after the ramirez scene because it's like implied that yeah i like that they wrapped her storyline yeah and i like that i think it's just uncommon for you to see like a, a woman that does survive a sexual assault that just goes on living her life and and kind of just how she coped with it wow it was it was really neat yeah it was actually a really like unconventional narrative yeah, the highlander breaks down barriers oh it's a know, real progressive place. it's also a love story <laughs> it the, is in addition to a high fantasy adventure uh-huh. there's a lot of romance in the highlander yep. oh yeah who wants to live forever mm, that's a good uh, question a lot of pain in that love in his life <laughs> right it's kind of magic well you because know? he ha- <laughs> Did they reference that twice <laughs> because of Queen? I know. I was like, come on. Right? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> it's a kind of magic. I was like, that, that's hey, like two on the nose. It's a kind of magic. <laughs> His weird accent. Yeah. So like they, they have the, the scene where he's in World War II in France and yes. he's run, he runs into a barn and he finds a little girl. Rachel. We need to talk about Rachel. We need Rachel. to talk about Rachel. He, Rachel loves him. I have questions. Yes. <laughs> I wrote down, is Rachel coming on to him? Oh, no. Rachel I, totally. I was unclear. They, they probably had like they, a thing. They, I think they did. <sighs> they had a thingy flingy. He raised her, man. That's creepy. What are you, Woody Allen? Get out of here. It might be just dad stuff, but there's definitely she an was. She seemed like, yeah, she was into him. Well, he didn't and want he anything like, to do with her, no. but yeah, she loved him. Well, yes, yeah, exactly. Highlander knows that it won't end well. Yeah, he was definitely like, Love she was like, out of, please, out, of, the Highlander. out of everybody, though, she, I think she knew him more than anyone oh sure oh, she, absolutely she kept his secret she was protecting him yep. like she cared about him quite a bit i had mm-hmm. an, and he an, cared an, about her too. an idea like she's like kind of the alfred yeah to, to his batman you yep. know mm-hmm. and i thought like what of an interesting batman story if bruce wayne and alfred were a couple yeah they were like hot for each other <laughs> like maybe like they like secretly like didn't do it or whatever but they couldn't but uh-huh. there was always like this weird sexual tension between batman and alfred i was like that's an interesting batman story alfred's just like secretly mm. in love with bruce yeah uh, the whole time i, I like, like I, taking care of him i like the, whole the idea time. yeah i like the idea yeah wait would it just be alfred in love with batman or you would they do, be I, kind I think of he's like at his distance they're probably yeah. like back and forth they're hot mm-hmm. and cold at different times so you're saying they had sex Probably there's gonna be a sex scene in this movie. You gotta have. You're it. making a gay Batman. Movie? <laughs> I'm making a gay Batman. I love Let's it. Do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I want to see the board. gay Batman. Film. But it's like a. It's like also like cross uh, generations too. So it's like oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, it's age is in there yeah. as well. Uh-huh. I'm into it. You can get that Harold Let's and Maude Michael Kane and <laughs> you bring Christian Bale again. Really? In this gay Batman film. <laughs> you want to see them make out? <laughs> no, I don't know. I want a three-minute sex scene between Alfred and Batman. Wow, that's long. That's long. <laughs> Most sex scenes are not that long. <laughs> they were in a Highlander. They were rolling around for like five minutes on screen. It was a sex scene in Highlander. Yeah. It was like 45 seconds. Oh, wow, you were timing it? <laughs> I couldn't tell. Like, Here's the what, thing: I've watched it before. I don't know <laughs> when it's like his butt and like when it's her butt. I couldn't tell like whose. It's butt. her butt at first. It's his butt <laughs> afterward. I got confused on the butts in Highlander. <laughs> There's a lot of butts. He likes to squeeze butts in yeah. this movie. Oh, like, she does. I, I think well, tell. they both have nice butts. I, I don't blame either of them for squeezing some butts. So it's a fine. It's fine. I mean, I don't know what the etiquette is for when you shoot a sex scene, but like he definitely like like licked her nipple oh yeah and he stuff, was always like does that, that happen in go, the sex scene go i guess for it sometimes yeah he was more of his permission and and like his his original girl when they're in the there was like the fair uh, or the market square scene mm-hmm. like she walks up to him and he like squeezes her butt like really hard and you could see his hand like yeah. shake a little bit and <laughs> i was like that's so aggressive i think he's a butt man <laughs> oh he's definitely a butt man <laughs> for sure he's a butt man you can tell you can tell 
Oh man. So where are we at next? Uh, um, Ramirez has died. Yeah, yes. head chopped off, lopped off. So let's he, talk about the Kirgan. We yeah, get a little please. bit of his side. Yeah, he gets quickened. He by um, Ramirez's power. That's true. And uh, in modern day, he's yeah. he's like he's the Terminator. He, he is. The, it's like, it feels like the Terminator. He's the Terminator. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is like fresh. He, like, I also love that a year is, off of Terminator. He is exactly the eighties punk dude where mm-hmm. he's got you know the cut up jeans he's got like the, the like the weird chains on himself uh, uh, he has his, his his neck scarf from ramirez is like yep. safety pinned yep yeah. yep 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 <laughs> clancy brown's original costume idea was just a suit with like a bowler cap i thought that'd be, kind of be a dapper too. a dapper Ooh, kurgan like yeah. he would like evolve through time i kind of like that idea like, maybe like gone up into the that's like, kind of like slenderman-esque yeah 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 Instead of going to the punk scene, he would like just. I thought the punk scene really worked for him because he looked punk from the beginning with that like crazy like skeleton armor that he had. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that. He's way into it when they like. He's got a theme. Come up to him on the battlefield in that original battle in the Highlands, and he's had his skeleton armor, and everyone's just like, "Holy!" Like the the cloud is like, "Oh my god, (laughs) what have I gotten myself into?" He's so scary. He's insane. And uh, I like the dynamics between like the the front desk guy yeah, and the dude, black guy. That's get like, out of here! You can't <laughs> go like, talk to the guests. <laughs> that was really good. I did like that. Kirkin's mean to that guy. Well, Kirkin is, is mean. Yeah, he's like, don't ever talk to me ever. ever. Don't ever say anything. Don't get me. ever talk to me. His voice too. Oh man, it's creepy. Yeah, it's because his throat got cut. There's even a line. Yeah, where, oh, uh, that makes sense. Sean Connery was like, "Oh, I fixed your voice." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That makes sense. I never thought about that. Mm-hmm. But that Larnex cut. What do you think about his like putting the sword together scene? It was sweet. That's it kind of like cool. a Terminator. scene. I don't scene. know if that yeah. makes sense from like a sword perspective. But He's doing a sweet sword. Dance it was very cool. Room. And like he seemed like he was really doing some fun sword play. Like mm-hmm. he even did like the thing where he's got his arms and he's just spinning it around in a yeah, circle. Yeah, yeah. His arms. I was like, man, he he had some fun. And then Candy shows up. And you're like, oh, girl, get and out of there. And they had that, like, split diopter shot. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. His Half of his face is, like, covering most of the screen, and she's in the background. I'm candy. But the Kurgan kills Connor McLeod's best friend. He oh, comes in for a visit. Yeah. Right. A so so I, I misremembered that. I thought it was McLeod and them fighting in the alleyway. I, but I, it was wrote actually, I took a note about that, because, yeah, we thought they fought for the Uzi thing. But it yeah. was the guy that uh, McLeod thought was going to poison him, but they were, they were just friends. They were... It was him and the Kurgan fighting in the alley. There's also a guy from like before the Vietnam Vietnam vet, vet guy with like PTSD. He, he seems like it. Yeah. yeah, he's like he's kind of like a survivalist, like waiting for like the the moment. Yeah, trying to save someone. He's, he's very know. much a survivalist. Here he gets, it is. He has sword through the gut and lives. Oh yeah, no Kurgan sword through the gut. <laughs> sword through the gut and he's raised up in the air, mm-hmm. just hanging and he by the sword to yeah. get the police a statement. My God, oh, yeah. but he 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 pumped the Kurgan full of like a million rounds. Man, he fired. For for like a minute <laughs> there's always like a sequence where someone takes the kurgan down and then they walk over to him and he's either like gone or like he rises up from like yeah from the ashes in a way <laughs> to like choke slam them it's like just leave him just walk away man <laughs> just get out of there get out of there like because in that sequence in particular like the guy has an uzi shooting at him and like everybody floods to see what's happening even the old couple drive <laughs> by and park there and i'm like they, they what are you guys doing like leave they make it a point to show how many people show up to see the kurgan like just doing crazy shit and yeah including the old couple that just drive by and they're like oh my god here they look like the they, car yeah like they look like they just got off 
they just like left a country club, but <laughs> yes. it's like nine p.m. or in, ten in, p.m. like the bad part of town. In, in the bad part of town, they're yeah. Where are they? Yep. <laughs> what are they doing out? Oh my gosh! It's a pretty sweet explosion though. Oh, a yeah. lot of miniatures exploding, and they yes. set up some real explosions too in that alley. Oh, when he gets quickened. Yeah, it was a yep. place that was going to be destroyed. Like they were going to like do stuff to it anyway. So they're like, ah, go ahead and mess around in that alley. <laughs> they blew up a lot of stuff. Dude, the Kurgan is literally the Undertaker at moments. <laughs> when he quickens, he does the eyeball thing that yeah, the Undertaker does. Back into his head. So, yep. Yeah, you can't. You'd only see the whites of his eyes. Yeah. Now I, see, now I want to see fan art of the Undertaker with the Kurgan sword. Oh, oh, it's got to exist, right? <laughs> oh my god! It's good on art. Oh <laughs> my god! There's a lot of stuff that like explodes and breaks in this movie. I thought maybe you wouldn't like that. No, it was cool. Okay, it wasn't. It the wasn't cars, like a nice the car sequence is really cool. Oh my! At the very gosh. beginning with all the cars kind of like revving up and like and like jerking and oh, like their yeah, lights yeah, yeah. are going on and on. I was think, trying to think exploded. about like all the crew that must have been like hidden behind pillars with switches that they're flipping. Oh my God. Yeah. That they was must, really they, cool. They spent a lot of money on that. You could tell they spent a lot of money on certain sequences yep. and just wanted to get them right. So like mentioned in the trivia even that for that scene specifically mm-hmm. that because they were filming in London but like I guess British parking garages are not nearly as tall as American ones so they were like it, people have to believe this is Madison Square Garden's parking garage. Mm-hmm. So they like converted a market into a parking garage. And like they spent the money and time to do that just to make it right and make wow. it feel like it was Madison Square Gardens. And I was like, they really cared. Like that's a lot of effort and money to for like a, a scene right in the beginning that really isn't that important. Yeah. Right? And I assume there's like people in every one of those cars or they're rigged up somehow for the lights to flash and yeah. move forward and it's rev like, up. And yeah, there's so many of them. Like he's they're running across those hoods. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I mean, these weren't like borrowed cars. Like they, they they had these to destroy. And right back to the alley scene, the Kurgan throws the old man out of the car. Oh my god. The old lady goes for a fun time ride with him. Yes. Yeah, he's she like, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> she ends up on like the hood of the car. I know. Oh I was like, god. what is just stay in the car, lady. Why did you end up on the hood? Oh <laughs> my god. Why didn't she get out when she had a chance? We're not there yet, but I do want to talk about the Kurgan car scene. Oh, we have to. We have the to the Kurgan car scene. I yeah, was with losing the reporter it. during yeah. that scene. Oh my god. <laughs> What is that scene? (laughs) We're almost there. It's it's like the Fight Club scene. Do you have anything else you want to talk about before we get to that scene? Yes, I want to talk about the fact that... (laughs) I'm jumping way back. When Ramirez is training McLeod, we forgot to mention the fact that there's like the clear shots on the mountaintop where it's it's obviously not them. No. It's It's someone in a blonde wig. The wig's not the right color. And then Ramirez, the guy, is like way too he's he's like heavier than <laughs> sean connery they do get a really good take of the sword flying off the mountain though they do yeah, yeah. like that was really planned out they got a good shot of it like flying in the air they didn't get quite a good shot of it dropping the mm-hmm. camera couldn't quite follow it yeah but uh yeah they man there were a lot of moments like that where you could clearly tell it was a stunt double yeah, you're not paying Sean Connery to go up on those mountains. No, they only had him for a week, so <laughs> yeah. they were like, oh, we need the shot. Fuck. That looks dangerous. It looks That's so dangerous. How, How did they get there? Dude, I was thinking about that during the R- Ramirez-Kurgan fight, because they're going up those steps, and I mean, I'm sure part of that was back at ground level, but they make it look like it's the higher part. But, like, the camera moves from the bottom of that tower to the top initially when they're talking, so, like, they were up in that piece part of the set for a period of time, and then there's shots of the at least the stunt guys on those steps way up there with, like, no range railings or anything i'm like yeah how are they not falling off like i'd have been like freaking out trying to shoot the scene like that 
just gonna fall down. They might have had some safety gear at the at the bottom or Could something. Could be, like that. yeah. It was that was a pretty interesting scene, just foam or something. Yeah, from like a safety perspective, I'm like, that's yeah. You got to be careful filming something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a cool matte painting too in that in that sequence uh, when the Kiergan showed up at uh, McLeod's place. Um, they had like a wide shot of of the tower, and like in the background, you could tell it was like a painting. But it looked yeah, really. I know what you're neat. talking about. Yep. So we, we want to talk about the car sequence. <laughs> we can talk about the car. So sequence. this is like right after the Kiergan. The Kiergan. How does he knows that McLeod is with this girl? And yeah. I how. So do they have a fight and then the helicopter comes? No, she finally. Or? Well, that was earlier, but like she no. finally. Yeah, that's like way Cause, earlier. Because she gets kidnapped right at the end of the film. Yeah, but the helicopter piece is like when she they first meet. But that's how the Kurgan garage. knows that lady even exists. No, well, he saying. sees them. Oh, in the park. right, right, right. No, no, no. Or in the zoo. No, no. Brad's right. They're fighting. Oh, they do see him in the zoo. Too. She, he sees them in the zoo smooching, and that's when he's like, "Oh, right. oh I'm getting the girl." Well, I don't right, because they're they're that. walking under that like underpass of the bridge, and then the Kurgan pops out. They kiss. Yep. She leaves. And, that's and then when the Kurgan like, walks away, and, and McLeod looks back. That's when like, you're like, "Oh, she's in trouble." Because I think, but after the pipe yeah. scene, I don't think the Kurgan was like, "Ah, oh, it's just the woman he was talking to, or whatever." I don't think he put it together. And then the zoo, you know, when he sees him finally smooching up on it, and you're like, "McLeod, you went through this before, man." Right, because the pipe scene is just uh, early on in the movie. They have a moment where the Kurgan sees McLeod. They fight each other. And then the police show up in a helicopter, and they're like, hey, everybody stop. <laughs> and then they start running, they're like, hey, come back here. Oh. Hey, hey, you're not listening to us. <laughs> Actually, I didn't think about that. That was like the least effective way to be a police officer. Yeah. You can't, oh, my gosh. You can't do anything if you're up in the sky. Like, oh, hey, don't run. Oh. <laughs> hey, get back here, guys. Oh, come it. back into the helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, they ran away It's again. like a policeman on a horse chasing a car. <laughs> right, yeah. exactly. What are you doing? Hey, it works exactly. in John Wick. Come back here. <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. So um, so the bridge scene happens, and then later on, the Kurgan just shows up at her apartment, mm-hmm. and she's she's trying to get into her apartment, and he's like... He, he, he just, just like, I forget what he says exactly. Yeah, like he mentions, just like he just says, like, "Hey there, cutie pie" or something mm-hmm. from the top. Right, she's and just she like, like screams, oh, boy. And he's like, you know, she's trying to get in to lock the door, and Kurgan's like, "I, I specialize in doors. Don't oh worry." Oh my god, that I, was just like a matter. that was just it was like plywood too. Yeah. <laughs> it was he just like one that centerpiece out yeah. over and just comes right in. It was so cheap. It was very funny. Oh man! So and then, so he kidnaps her and and. and basically puts her in this car and they have this joy ride it's too long it is so long <laughs> this scene is too long it's so long that she falls asleep halfway through right <laughs> right it is very very long i it, it's just the kurgan being insane they're mm-hmm. like we established that he's crazy i don't know why we needed this but okay yeah they keep cutting like in and out of the car the kurgan's got his hands off the wheel he's going down the wrong side of traffic clancy brown is having the time of his happening. life yeah but yeah there's I, a, a metal song playing in the background right mm-hmm. right he pops in a cassette mm-hmm. he's playing chicken with semi trucks it's just too he's long. driving on the the pedestrian walkway on that bridge and hitting like sparking off the sides. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's like I guess we shot it. We'll use every bit of footage we shot. There's some amazing <laughs> shots of him running over pedestrians. Yes, I was about to say pass that. They the blink of an eye. <laughs> yeah, like oh my god. You, it's just like a person in like a black like background, yep, and then just like jumping. 
I, it's like some weird, like goofy effects that yes. make it look like a crash. It's so it's weird, cartoonish. Oh my gosh! Oh my god! That scene is like five minutes. It's of, too. Of what I was the like hell. bored yeah. with the car chase scene. <laughs> I did feel like it was kind of long. <laughs> it was. It was too long. <laughs> I, I liked the beginning, thing. and then it quickly went into let's wrap this up because I don't know what the hell. <laughs> there was a lot of crashes too. Yes, and then there's like one really weird shot of Clancy Brown just going like. Like making like a goofy like spinning his like fingers around. It looked like a half-hearted. Like, like it didn't feel like he was really acting. I did like some of those crashes because there's somewhere like he like blasted an intersection and then like well after he went through it, two cars just head on collide yeah. behind him and I was like they were gonna do that regardless. That was not his fault. Yeah, it, <laughs> yeah. Drivers were just apparently just ready to, crash, to smash, crash quite a few cars. Yeah, they did. That whole scene is bonkers. But anyway, he kidnaps her. Yes, and uh, I don't think McLeod really knows that she's kidnapped. Yet. He leaves her. He leaves McLeod a, a, a <clears throat> message on his answering machine. I feel like, or on the the tape recorder, maybe. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Well, he he investigates, and she had a tape recorder running the whole time, so he figures. Oh, out yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you're right. Oh, okay. Um, before Wait, we how get... does she? This is like a this is like a room situation. Well, she always has a tape. How long is this going? tape going? <laughs> I think she might have hits it right when the curtain comes in. Maybe she like knew. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, okay. I, I don't know. Uh, the right before we get to the ending, the uh, church scene. Yes. Oh yeah, that's, that's a right. Big scene. What happened to Kurgan's hair? He chopped it. What's going on? He 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 wanted to make himself look even because yeah, the police more had creepy. that sketch of him, and he's just oh like, right. He was, have to he, cut my hair. He did say that when he sat down. He was like, had to change my look. What do you think of my haircut? Yeah, because because the police had the sketch of from, him from the dude who got stabbed. I thought maybe like <laughs> from the Vietnam vet guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's maybe like they changed. lost a wig in production, or like they, <laughs> they, they had to like cover it. it somehow. Yeah, or he had like. I know he said. I he don't had, know because he definitely had a bald I think, cap yeah, on. I think you they could just tell. Him to look weirder. Yeah, they were just like, we have to make him look the because he still had he still had a couple strands of long hair that yes, were chopped off. They mm-hmm. just wanted to make it look insane. Yeah. Like, yep. He just looked crazy. Spotchy hair, and... but he still had the same outfit. Right. So like same that sword, didn't change everything. Yeah. I did want to talk you about know. the rule. Here. All, you, all you have to do is look for a guy with a cut throat with safety pins. It would have been it. fun That's if he true. had like a scarf on and like a different outfit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's like a beret. Then yeah. he shows up in the suit with the bowler hat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good moment to pull yeah. that suit out. Um, but yeah, I do want to talk about this rule because Ramirez tells him the rules of the immortals. Yes. And like he's like, no mortal will fight on holy ground. ground. It's tradition. It's and I was tradition. Like, so it's not like a straight up they. Can't Cannot do it. It's just a. They've all agreed not yeah. to. What if you're a McLeod and you didn't have Ramirez to teach you the rules, and you just kill someone in a church? Right. And they're like, that's against the rules, and you're like, I didn't know. Who? No one explained to me. I didn't get the. the I know, like the instruction no real code manual or anything. Like, like McLeod doesn't even know he's he's a immortal until he dies. That exactly. one time. They probably have a newsletter or something they could send out. He, he, and he didn't email get his little, system. He didn't yeah. Get his little Hogwarts letter in this the mail. This before and... email, Brad. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yeah, like uh, I, 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 that was weird. And then I was also like, "And the Kurgan's gonna abide by that? I mean, he's the Kurgan. Why is he gonna follow the rules? I guess maybe they're he's religious. I guess we need a yeah. scene to happen. Where is, they're not I fighting mean, each true. other. He is obsessed with winning the competition. So I guess he would be like, "Yeah, the rules are the rules." And he comes I from need a time. I mean, we have no uh, idea how old he is. But that's true. Like, religion's been around for a long time too. Yeah. So he might just be he he. he Believes in it too because because yeah. actually he's the one that's saying it. McLeod yeah. McLeod wants to fight him in that church and and uh, the Kirkin goes, "We're in holy ground. You can't do yeah, this. Like, we don't do that. That's we don't not do how it." So are. he believes too. Oh yeah, he's he's re- serious about the rules. He's a stickler for those rules. Yeah, 
You wouldn't expect it. <laughs> Even though he doesn't seem religious? No. I mean, because I, I do remember reading in the trivia those nuns that were in the shot, they were mm. real nuns. And he did that to her and they they did that like in in <laughs> the real shot. Away. That's yeah. so good. Oh, like man. he he was like, "Hi ladies." <laughs> He's a real piece of work, that yes. He was having so He's much fun. He's a real piece of work. <laughs> oh, boy. The end fight He's scene? He's too hot to trot. Are you there? Are we at the end fight yeah. scene? Oh, yeah, the, with the cool the, side. Here was, this was some good I couldn't remember wrong. how they went from, like, on the rooftop to in they the They fall building. through the we, floor. We had <laughs> talked about, like, we had been trying to figure, like, someone had remembered, like, a, a catwalk or a bridge or something yeah. off a building, and the, we thought it might be the church even, but no, they, like, he has... Uh, the Kurgan has the a bridge. Place. I was thinking of when he met the guy on the bridge. He, oh, okay. that's what I was thinking. But yeah, of. so Kurgan has like his own giant loft warehouse that he hangs out in. I guess. I, I guess because he's he's like tied this lady up to the billboard, like like yeah, King to the Kong giant type type That was pretty good. That whole set was pretty impressive. This is another one where I was thinking about like the safety when they were shooting some of this stuff because they're like climbing up those tall ladders and swinging through scaffolding and there's shots where it's like the really the actors doing this. It's not yeah. just stunt people. And and in that shot too, like she he's she screams. He mm-hmm. sees that she's up on this billboard and so he walks up there. During this entire time, she didn't feel like a need to say, "Hey, the Kurgan's up here." <laughs> no warning, yeah. Hey, just by the way, He's hiding behind the sign. Look out for him. He's right there. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, you know. So he 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 shows up to like untire and the Kurgan pops out and now they're like fighting on this scaffolding. Yeah. You, you know what's sweet and I want to see more of? Sparks flying off of swords. Yes. Aww, this was so good. This was the moment. They had wires going up the actor's sleeves into the sword and there was like a car battery that would get like Holy shot. Holy shit. Yes. And there'd be like sparks that would fly off the sword that yeah. sounds they were dangerous. <laughs> yeah. It's only in the scenes too when they're not trying to like Don't they're not doing choreography yourself. they're just doing like swords together and then there's the other scenes where they're bumping stuff that you can see it happen. Yeah. yeah. So they definitely were like don't touch anyone with the actual sword. But oh yeah, that looks God. really good. I wouldn't want no. Those swords are exploding. Oh sparks. my gosh, they're going crazy. Hey, by the way, just don't touch him. Yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> no, I'm not going to shoot it the seems seat. Safe. Yeah, I mean, it's a Ooh. car battery. It's not going to kill you that quickly. It'll only make you stronger. <laughs> but yeah, man, like, and again, that this whole set was they destroy that set. They do it, and it, like, it's a there's a, some really good mixing of the set plus miniatures blowing up of the set, and it looks yeah. really good. Mm-hmm. Like I was constantly trying to like pick out which was which, and I was like, you know, I give up. It looks good enough. I, it's all the same. Like they don't do like a ton of crazy cuts to hide anything in the Highlander. No, long takes of fighting yep. and stuff exploding. Oh yeah, and, and I don't really know. Like I don't remember how this happened, but um, they they find themselves like back on the rooftop, like not on the scaffolding, the billboard anymore. And Clancy Brown's like slashing all of the. He's like, the yeah, he's, he's to, running to make it fall over, and just cutting all the supports with his sword. He's just like windmilling yeah. through those things. And yeah, McCloud's like, oh god, get him before he gets to like the last one. Yeah, he was getting to the last one, and McCloud like intervened, and yeah, so but, the structural but integrity still of that ended up was compromised. Still ended up going down. <laughs> And yep. the lady's hanging on it. And now she's like not tied. Her hands aren't tied any yeah, longer, I, don't know I guess. I that worked. But yeah, she and just she's like up. hanging from it, like about to fall from this roof. Yeah. But she managed to pull herself back up. Yeah. And she doesn't like just leave. 
No, she's just like crawling on the roof. She's got to help Connor. She's worried about him. She kind of likes the guy. He's also he's rich and he lives forever. Like she's she's like she gets to hit the Kurgan with a pipe. That's true. Save the day kind of thing. Yep. Yeah. I did. They did have the bit where they you know they hit the water tank and so they're like like in oh that's water with electricity going through. And then they crash their roof and there's no more water. I know. Like, There's water it, all over the floor. It it's all wet in that the room. That There's like three feet of water on that roof. That sweet bl- blue room with all the glass. That was a really cool space. And they they to have do that all fight. those sweet like gliding shots around the floor. While oh, it looks long so it looks good. Really good. Yeah, it looks so so yeah. good. It looks badass. Yep. So they they f- they fell a long way, yep. and I was like, they didn't break anything. They didn't break their Immortals. their legs. Yeah, you can't break stuff. Well, I mean, they well, bleed, and they, they can bleed, like they, and they, they could just, get hurt. And like stuff. it took McLeod like a day to recover from getting stabbed by the Kurgan the first time. Mm-hmm. They're like, at the height of their power, though. Well, that's true. There's only, there's only two the two. Left. Come on. Yeah. No, and it was a little confusing, but maybe they kind of explained this. Like the girl just like appeared. On the same level as them, but it... I think she went She just found the stairs, yeah. yeah and, and It looked like she she might have been going down the stairs, but I couldn't really tell if she was Yeah, it's not. like she kind of disappears, so you're not sure where she went, and then she, yeah, disappears she shows and up just appears. to save him, and he's just like, hey, I thought, when were you going to show up? Take forever. Yeah. Yeah, and then they have that, that fight, and uh, McLeod is just... Uh, he's finally in the zone. He's in the mm-hmm. zone, yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to describe it. Mm-hmm. He's just like channeling his Ramirez. Put those sweet white sneakers on. Getting in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> those blue jeans. Yeah. Just rocking it. He had a weird haircut the entire movie. <laughs> and he like Zoro's the Kurgan a couple of times. He where did. He's he like, slashed yeah. him in the, yeah. in the stomach. Mm-hmm. And looked like some of his like intestines started to come out or something. Something yeah. was going. Yeah, he was and cutting him slashed him in the chest. And... and then he finally almost cuts his head off. He, he kind of Ramirez's it again where he doesn't completely cut the yeah, Kurgan's head off. But it's enough this time. It's enough. Yeah, versus, you know, he, he slices. And neck I think that enough. was kind of the choice. Was it was supposed to mirror what Ramirez had done? Just finish the job, sort of. So almost. they ran out of money for the, an effect they wanted to do. Mm. Oh boy! Where a demon popped out of the Kurgan's head, <laughs> and then he had to fight the demon. Oh my god, that would have been insane! What? Yes, that's too much. Why? That's not the deal. <laughs> that have made sense. You just had to be the last immortal. You didn't have to fight no demons. I know. It would have been like a final boss stage. But that's still, yeah. they still made that kind of happen because after like, he killed like him, red. there was like there was like nineteen thirties like. Popeye cartoon yeah. demons. That was okay. This was like the one scene in the movie that I liked the most. It was a crazy you, cartoon it was demon. It was awesome. It's I just watched this insane. scene. Insane. It's so cool. Yeah. The final quickening. Oh boy. Yeah. Well, and then they had the the lightning lifting him up, but it was they had that very interesting shot where they like quick quick like pan into his face or quick like zoom into his face, and uh, the only one. And he was yeah, his like head <laughs> tilted up, and he was like. There can be only one, and then all of the windows behind yes. him just explode at the same it's time. So sweet. It's so good. <laughs> it's like the most yeah. intense moment. I think there is a goofy part where he is floating and he's like spinning around yep. in the background of a scene. And I was like, it's a little too goofy, but yeah, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the final quickening, and he was like having like ad lib lines to explain like what the f- was happening. Yeah. He was like, I can hear everybody. I, I have all the power the movie of everything. Ends with <laughs> oh boy. Like, it, it it's like voice no one understood what was happening and them sitting in like a field in scotland i guess just like yeah. looking at the landscape like isn't it nice and he's got like long hair he's like jesus clothes on yeah <laughs> he's at peace yeah he gets to have babies now yeah yeah and he he's, talks- he's like he's he's expressing like all of the 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 missing um uh what's the word the x 
Exposition? Exposition. Yeah. yeah. He's giving all the exposition at the very end because none of that was explained up front. Yeah, and it, it is kind of good because he talks about, like, now I've, you know, I've achieved the thing. Like, I can finally, I know what everyone's thinking all the time. And yep. he's like, but you never say what you're going to do with that. He says that. he helps political leaders. And, and I know. I thought yes. it was kind of goofy. I yeah. like, it's like, who's going to believe helps you? people find their keys and they lose there you them go, and stuff. Yeah. And, you know. Your keys are in the couch. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was kind of a kind of a weird ending. It's the prize. Yeah, he got the ultimate prize. It, it was clearly just the waiting prize for that was leading I, into the. Netflix I think for him, the series. ultimate prize is like the ability to, to eventually f- die. Yes. Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. To not be here any longer. He was really but, excited. But about almost, being I think they also implied that he'll be reborn. So, like when he dies, he'll just come right back as something else. Yeah, mm-hmm. reincarnation just happens again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess like maybe immortals can come back, or maybe I think there's there going to be another be like uh, new immortals in a few thousand years. Yeah. Oh my god. It just repeats. Uh, I think you can Netflix. find the prize multiple times. Netflix, yes. get it together. <laughs> people would see this. Yep. Get those uh, Game of Thrones people in there. They'll, 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 still they'll, going. They'll, they'll f it up in the ninth season. <laughs> yeah. There you go. But you'll get eight eight seasons. But like the first seven are going to be some like, money. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Any oh, last thoughts on the Highlander? I loved it. I like it's your ev- favorite even, movie. It is even like the things that were like goofy and like him fighting the Nazi. That was fun. And, yes, and just like all the weird editing and stuff, and like the bad shots and like some of the bad acting. A lot of all of it together. I just choices. love it. Yeah, this really is one of those. I think it's like, like it, it's. It's even better that it's like it's also not like modern perfect. fantasy adventure yeah. too. Yeah, which yeah. we don't see a lot of. That's true, and it's a good story too. Mm-hmm. Relatable. I think the, the, it's a the good premise. Yeah, and, it's yeah. a cool premise. Like I said, I mean, I absolutely think it could work again if you get bringing around. Original story is written by a college student vampires who went with to a, Sounds went like to a, a museum. Yep. Yeah, vampires with swords. Yeah, yeah, great. Oh man. So, thanks for watching this one. <laughs> <laughs> 